Hey everybody, welcome to, uh, well I was going to say high spots and kickouts, but honestly I think it's starting to be uh, the WWE unemployment uh, like helpline or something, like tracking what, 81 fucking releases this freaking yeah, year, been a lot. dude. It's crazy. Another reset this week. It's nuts. But anyway, I'm sitting here with Clint and Brent and... How's everybody doing this week? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Clint? I talked earlier. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, budget cuts again. I guess is what Johnny Ace is saying. But what is going on? They're cutting a lot no of budgets. Johnny drip drip. No, uh, I mean, I know Brent's a little upset about Tegan Knox. Well, too. everyone that got cut was John Morrison, all of Hit Row, which is Top Dollar, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ashanti Adonis, or Shante. I don't know if I'm Ashanti. Saying that. It's a, it's Ashanti the Adonis or something like that. Tegan Knox. He's, he's not important. Uh, who I personally like myself. I thought she was she's pretty talented on NXT. She didn't get a whole do a whole lot on the main roster. She wasn't there very long. Um, Drake Maverick, who we know is Rockstar Spud, right. so I would assume He'll he's probably impact. impact bound, yeah, because there's no more ROH. Uh, Shane Thorne, who you know he's probably the most important member of uh, what was left of Retribution. <laughs> Sla- slapjack and uh, Jackson Riker, yeah, Slapjack. Dude, I'm ready for Gunner to go back to Impact too. So I, Shane Thorne's, you know, kind of. I think he'll land someplace. He's like I said, he was the most talented guy in that whole group. If he was in charge of Retribution, still be a group right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think. so. So it wasn't his idea to throw Montoff cocktails at a box they set out in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, the cardboard box that said WWE on it. Yeah, let's rage, man. I and, love and then later, let's let's throw the cinder block through a plate glass window. We'll teach them. Come out and slap the uh, announcer booth and stick their tongue Fuck, out. I love Mia Yim's fucking mat, Sub-Zero mask that yeah, well, keeps they, falling off. If they could have got one that fit her. Uh, she, she was in the last round of budget cuts. I'll tell you what. If there's ever another WWE factions like thing that you know they made the thing about all the greatest <laughs> factions in WWE or whatever, <laughs> I don't know that they'll put that group in there at all. Well, they, they just uh, released a bunch of stuff that's going to be available for uh, – WWE 2K22, and apparently one of the things this year will be my faction. Um, <laughs> how to get them released? Be like, uh, so I can use these ten people left on the roster to make a faction. Do you remember um, when WWE made the movie? What? Stop! At least I got a job. Yep, he, he's a. Uh, he just wrestled the other night, right? On uh, see the sole member of him and uh, him and Ricochet, right? Yeah, him and Ricochet are having issues again. If you want to call it a feud, it's, yeah, him and Ricochet. Oh. Got to keep him busy. Well, they didn't wrestle. He was trying to talk to Tony Storm, and then Ricochet's like, you don't want to talk to him. That's Vince's way of giving the wrestling fans what they want. <laughs> Ricochet and fucking Mustafa Ali, if you want to If you it. actually let them like do the match and let them actually do everything, well, yeah, it would be a hell of a match. It's a heavily produced match, but it's what he calls wrestling for wrestling fans. <laughs> get all your shit in, pal, and you get all your shit in, pal. R- Ricochet ain't shit until Will Ospreay shows You up get all him. your shit in, pal, then you get all your shit in with a flip, pal. <laughs> Hit him which, with a roll-up for the win. Which, speaking of Will Ospreay, I really enjoyed his uh, interview that he did on one of the shows or podcasts or whatever this week where they asked him if he wanted to, if he was going to cross through the forbidden door. And he goes, oh, I'd love to, or whatever. He goes, uh, and honestly, I want to wrestle Kenny Omega again or whatever. That's not going to happen until at least February. But he goes... But apparently right now, you apparently have to be like 45 years old and to get across the fucking forbidden door. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Yeah, you got to be an old well, uh, well, Japanese you, wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> you say. Or Christian. Kojima. It's like 50-ish. Uh, you got Suzuki, who's in his 50s. You had... Uh, Ishii. 
Yeah. All of them are fucking pretty Fuck, close. God, to that pissed me off. <laughs> but no, uh, you got you got Ishii, who's forty five. Nick What's Gage is like what? 60? What's his first name? Tomohiro. Nick Gage is what forty something. What do you think about that Tomohiro Ishii? I don't. I ain't seen enough. I'd have dynamite. to get on the internet and fucking look at the backlog. I guess only seen him what in the dynamite or like a little night, bulldog right? throwing shit around. So did Dick to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fifty. Do you know that? Who Dick to go? No, not Dick to go. He's older than that. And Dick to go is like fifty-seven, probably fifty-five. Who's like fifty? Uh, Ishii. Ishii's forty-five. Forty-five. That's like fifty. <laughs> not in Japanese wrestling. He's like still twenty-five. You're right. And Japanese wrestling <laughs> is like, and what's the way that's how they? It's their, their um, what they eat and shit. You know what I mean? That's what I've always been told. Why they like are able to stay as youthful as they are? Though they're, they're fucking Rice. no fucking uh, rice and soy sauce. They're. <laughs> <laughs> Because they don't eat like what we eat over here, you know, has got shit, junk, and all kinds of stuff in it. And they're over there eating like fish and things like that all the time. Like they're they eat way, they, way they better have, than what we do. They though. just have to worry about radiation poisoning from the fish, right? We don't have McDonald's and Taco Bell at the. They ass. got fucking McDonald's in Tokyo. Yeah, but you Taco can go Bell. get a motherfucking sushi at McDonald's and motherfucking you know, and it's real sushi. It ain't a fucking get, fake you sushi. Can, you can get the cat's tongue. That you can get motherfucking you. sushi at County Market in Petersburg. <laughs> right, like I said it ain't a cat's tongue that they're trying to tell you is sushi it's it real a, sushi it was a delicious cat's tongue today too <laughs> I, bet it, I bet it was that's what i brought back for lunch i don't eat no sushi on a deli nowheres um, <laughs> man up no what were we talking about nothing i don't want to man i'll up. take a number two uh soy sauce and rice <laughs> yeah, it's, del- <laughs> it's delicious you guys are terrible dude go like <laughs> once a week going to ask for rice for supper rice and soy sauce i'm hungry for chinese I'm not getting it again this week, sorry. You're, we're just going to start calling you dick to go. <laughs> I could. I never thought of that. That's what got us on this, is that guy. All right, we're into releases, so we got to try to talk about where some of these people might land. I don't give a shit. Uh, Tegan Knox, I bet you will probably end up in AEW, or if not, Impact. Yeah, so. Your women's, they have to have more women for the, they've got plenty of men on their rosters, On both of them do, and I feel like both of them need a lot more women. The if knock, not, the wow. Knock, the knock on AEW still is the women's division. If not, wow is starting. She, I'm, she would fit right in there, I'm sure, as one of the new talents if they signed her and stuff. And not NWA, they're women's talent. Oh, Shotzi Blackheart's tag team partner, right? Yeah, was well, she wasn't, but they threw her together when they came to the main roster because they didn't know what to do with them. And in NXT, she was Dakota Kai's tag team partner, and then when they split up, she had her own singles career, but she tore her knee up and then was gone forever, and then came back for like a week and start tore, and tore the other one. Well, when she came back, came back, she had a storyline that they started her on in NXT, and then yeah, threw she, her up on the main roster and kind of killed everything they had going for her comeback. And she so. was just the chick that came out with the chick with the tank. Yeah. They yeah, kinda, no, they uh, ruined it for for her on it on NXT. They actually kept showing that uh, recharge battery for yeah, like months. a phone, like a phone recharge, and then she came out and yeah, did her she gimmick was the one, two weeks in a row. Yeah, maybe. she was the one that was the one that came out mm-hmm. for the phone recharge. Mm-hmm. But she puts on really good matches in between in between tearing her ACLs. Though she uh, put on a hell of a match for the women's championship against Io Shirai. Um, Jackson Riker probably TNA if not NWA. I don't know what his relationship is with the new tna and some of these guys might go gcw even you know unfortunately they're getting to be a name <laughs> because of people like john moxley and matt cardona you know going there and probably david spade a little bit in the vice david tv spade. show i'm not going to put any of it on nick david gage spade. yeah he went there and wrestled nick gage in a death match david, I mean, david arquette. arquette oh yeah oh. david arquette i'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. 
Joe Dirt's wrestling now? <laughs> no, I was like, <laughs> my bad. Like, did they bring out a Joe Dirt? David Spade. <laughs> uh, yeah, he lost his, lost his hair again. See these guns? Right here? <laughs> uh, John Morrison has the you ability speak to into this go. I got a backup one right here. They're ready to go. Check one, two. Check. Yep. John, John Morrison has the ability to go anywhere. Uh, I see him probably AAA, or I could see him going. Yeah, yeah because he they, likes that shit. Yeah, because they keep Johnny talking. Mando. They keep talking about Ty Valkyrie landing back in AAA too. And his wife, yeah, she just got let go, and that's where she was pretty more popular. I would say that's where yeah. she was the most she's, popular at. Yeah, she's, she's still most popular in TNA. You know, you think uh, no, I don't know, man. That's where I heard about her at was AAA and TNA. They didn't let her do she, very much. She well, she's the longest reigning knockouts champion, but she's also yeah. the longest. What, what era, son? This this impact. Right when, yeah, exactly. But uh, she wouldn't have made it with the beautiful people. She's also, I think, the longest reigning AAA Rena Darius champion or whatever. And I mean the first version of the beautiful people, not the seventeenth. Which wasn't she part of one of the versions of no. Beautiful People? No, uh, Lacey Von Erich was the only other one, and uh, oh. all I know is when her contract's up. It's going to be a hell of a match in AAA with her and uh, Deanna Perez, the current women's champion. She might have been in one of the versions of LAX. I don't know. There's been a bunch of them, too. Deanna Perez, ain't she an impact? Yeah. But she's also the AAA women's champion. Yeah. See, they do that shit. They don't let WWE guys do that. So you got to keep up with it. Which, while we're speaking about AAA, I just want to mention right now that Kenny Omega has been pulled from the next AAA. Uh, Said they had a contingency plan, right? Yeah, they do. They haven't released it yet, but Kenny Omega won't be defending the Triple A championship at the next Triple Mania. Probably Andrade. He should have just beat him this last Andrade time. versus Pac. He should have just beat him this last time. No, it's the, it's the El, El Hio del Vikingo or whatever. Del Vikingo. So. We should go see this in Mexico City. No. It's not in Mexico City. It's in Monterey, Mexico. Oh. The next show. Okay. I can maybe do that. All right. It's December fourth, Mexico City. Monterey might be safer than Mexico City, Mexico. Sounds friendlier. I, I doubt it. All right, I'm not going. I watch it on TV. To be Me- safe. Me- Mexico, unless you're going to like Cancun and you're an American. This nope. is like one of those companies where I take you out on a board. Mexico City's a fucking tourist destination. No, too. it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, if you want to get kidnapped by the See, cartel, he knows. He knows. Not Listen, true. this is one of the wrestling companies where they take you out on be, a flat. Be like, board. ooh, he's not like, brown. He's got money. <laughs> they, they take you and put you on cardboard. That can and happen carry anywhere you, you go. But people yeah, that's why they don't want those Americans leaving the country. See. People travel. I'm that's safer a, here, bro. normal thing. I'm safer here. Rules are a bit different. And with the COVID, there's travel bans everywhere. We should, probably shouldn't do it. Dude, it's not it's unsafe. Plus, we'll be driving through Dallas, And too. the water's not even safe to drink. And that's why you got to drink the beer. Right. We'll be wasted making bad decisions Carons. the whole time. Carons. And someone will go, you should go off the fruit and path or sweet Lucha Libra in this corner. And we'll go, okay. And then we'll walk in there. And next thing you know, we're all in fucking tires with gasoline. We're going to get Hey, hey, fire. Americans. Hey, gringos. Yeah, yeah. Look at this sweet Lucha Libra. Conan's in here. <laughs> yeah, no. Be like 1996, Conan. <laughs> yeah, he's right in there. Go see him. Totally. Go in there and be WCW. Be like, on be like yeah, he's in. No, no, I'm out. I didn't like 1996 Conan. <laughs> have, an old, have an old tube tape TV in there, fucking Conan on their fucking old WCW tape, and we walk in there. And they now, maybe if you tell me Eddie Guerrero's still in there, I might go. No. Nope. Not doing it. I really want to go. Go? I ain't telling you not to. I'm All just right, not going so with you. He doesn't want to make the road trip by himself. Oh, yeah. Fuck him. I'm not going. <laughs> me and Luke have been talking about it. Well, go for it. You guys <laughs> together, yeah. Neither one of you got the time off. <laughs> that too. Fuck you both. You can't go. Especially on the holidays. 
I'm just saying, in general, it's a it's a, Name is we it's a bucket list. If you got a passport. So did you know though that motherfucking uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I do though. Okay. But <laughs> did you know that fucking so me and Luke were looking this up today, right? You know, I've been so pumped about Mexican wrestling because it's been around for like 400 years, like 300 years older than fucking American wrestling is or whatever, and like an extended like history or whatever. So like doesn't Lucha Libre mean like the forbidden dance or some weird shit like that? You're acting like I took Spanish. I well, you're a fucking wrestling uh, <laughs> connoisseur. You'd think you'd know. I don't, keep get, on. I don't really get into the Mexican part wrestling. Keep on with so your... So anyways, uh, me and Lucas are looking at the Japan. history of Japanese wrestling or whatever, and they've been having motherfucking wrestling in Japan since 792 AD. Like, it's like, old as fuck. Like Roman Greco wrestling pretty much? Uh, probably oh yeah i guess maybe but it was simulated sport or whatever do you know abraham lincoln invented the joke slam in new salem <laughs> <laughs> that's what i uh, i never quite heard it put that way but <laughs> then, he, then he fought a vampire <laughs> i've seen the movie clint asked one of the uh tour guides at the lincoln library that and he said there she wasn't too uh, she probably gets that question maybe a million times a day i don't know <laughs> but yeah she was showing us around and i was like where's the wing at where he has all the stuff from when he was fighting vampires and she turned around and looked at me like sir no that statement right there was equivalent to like a dad checking out in the checkout lane and be like oh if it doesn't ring up it's free huh well <laughs> you guys Get know it? you guys know me and you know how my delivery is so she might have thought i was actually serious about so, the show. so you could have been like uh well, i was super serious when i asked her <laughs> you can be like you can be like cousin eddie in vegas vacation you could take all the damn pictures you want and you can ask all the damn questions you want. Yeah, where can I get some damn bait? <laughs> I did. I walked around. I was like, I was super serious with it. I was like, listen. I was like, so where is the uh, wing at? Where, where, the, where all the tools and all the stuff's at from when he was fighting vampires? He had a, ba- he had a badass axe. And she did. She just straight looked at me and I looked back at her. And then Morgan hit me and she goes, stop. And I was like, seriously, like, I want to know. <laughs> all right. I guess we went off the rails long enough. Isn't this, this isn't suicide? This, isn't Caval? Wasn't he? Isn't that who played suicide? No. There's there's been like four or five different suicides. M- motherfucking low key dog. Low key. That's right. Um. Uh, guess this is a wrestling podcast, ain't it? We should probably get into <laughs> wrestling. What were we just talking about? Abraham Lincoln being a vampire hunter oh, and choke slamming people. Of, that's kind of wrestling. <laughs> he was a pro wrestler. He wrestled a bear one uh, time. You're a bit, we should go for serious, though. We should go to that Iowa. Uh, I'm not Iowa, going to Mexico. Iowa, dog. Oh, yeah, I could go it's to like Iowa. a four-hour drive. Yeah, I could do that. Depending on what part of Iowa you're going to. What's the, the Hall of Fame Museum? In, uh, oh, feminine wrestling is what Lucha Libre like means. like Iowa City, I think. Feminine wrestling is what Lucha Libre means. Really? Translate. Yeah, no, not... To translate the way it's translated in English now is professional wrestling where they wear masks and shit, but the original actual meaning of it is feminine wrestling. Hmm. So just to let you guys know. <laughs> the Aztecs thought it was feminine to 
wrestle. Either that or they used to probably maybe they used to make chicks do it. Or you know, back in the days, as we know with Roman times, motherfuckers used to wrestle butthole naked. <laughs> so it might have been some weird shit to start out with, and now we're all like butthole naked with a mask and the, on, and the, and, and the thumb definitely played a bigger part in that. <laughs> well, you think Orange Cassidy only does it like this and not fully up? Because <laughs> he already knows, bro. Because you're only a court low. It's because he's a he's he's more of a wrestling proficient on what you guys thought, and he's actually knows more about wrestling's history than you guys knew. Orange Cassidy actually started as a luchador wrestler. He was fire ant. That makes sense. He's actually a really that- good wrestler. <laughs> That's like the fourth time. Tommy Dreamer said he didn't like him. He didn't like his wrestling style and never understood the pocket thing until he actually wrestled him in the ring. And then he said when he wrestled him in the ring, then he got it. And now he says he's a fan of his. So he said, if you don't get it, you just have to wrestle him to understand. So Dick, if you wrestled him in the I ring, you'd I'm understand. Well, then you'd understand. Maybe you'd be his friend after that. Maybe be, not be his friend. Maybe well, you'd be his friend, not a fan. You know what I mean? Well, at least one since one we're the best on. Friends, just an associate. Right. Well, since we're actually talking about Orange Casting now, at least that could lead us into uh, AEW. Well, the most exciting shit for the week again. We uh, left off with our predictions of actually, I take full that back. gear. I take that back. But we'll get we into that later. We watched full gear. We'll get into that week, later. Yeah. Other than it being like four and a half hours long, it was pretty Not good. That. Yeah, it didn't get over till like 11 o'clock at night. That was a little, yeah, I got a little, there was a couple matches where it's, it just, there was some ignorant shit that they need to cut. There's a few little small <laughs> indie things that they do still that are just too much that they need to cut, I feel like. And then, and then they'll, they'll get it like that, that one, six one man things, tag with Jungle Boy and them went way too long. One of the things that annoys me about any wrestling pay-per-view is for like weeks before the pay-per-view, they build all these promos that they show on TV, but then they have to show it to us again yeah before the pay-per-view match and i'm like i've already seen this because get the fucking match going don't care <laughs> like the person that's already been building and watching towards this already knows what's going on just get the ma- let's get it on <laughs> you're probably one of those people that hit skip in a video game too and skip over the story yeah if i've already played it once <laughs> don't care just want to go back to shooting people <laughs> so uh all right we'll talk about full gear then so if you were going to rate it between one and ten, what are you gonna get? A rating between one and ten. Yep. We'll give it a solid seven. S- yeah. Solid. Seven. I, I was debating between six and seven, but yeah, seven, five seven out of ten, five. Yep. Hmm. I mean, every match did go about ten minutes too long. It was a it was a letdown of uh, all out though, but I don't think you could challenge all out. I'll give it a five. I mean, my expectations weren't super huge going in because... As we go through it, I'll tell you what I really full like. Gear, full Gear is uh, generally not their greatest pay-per-view. Yeah, it's always their worst. But actually, Full Gear this year was their second highest buy rate. There was some, It's because they came off of fucking that big all-out pay-per-view, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but uh, there, which, there were some good... Which, st- if we were going to talk about all-out, I give it 9.5, still got wood. Still. <laughs> Me too. I can feel my butt cheeks still... Pu- Every time I think about it, my butt cheeks still pucker together a little bit, so... so. <laughs> I can still feel it in my back of my chest. The rumbling in the building that night was fucking insane. That may be a little bit. That may be still a little bit of your uh, CM Punk ice cream bar too. Yeah, I gotta give me, gotta give me that Raekwon one Some now. Madagascar bean stuck in your. We gotta go there just to find <laughs> that stuck place. Stuck in your throat. <laughs> All right. And honestly, even the uh, buy stuck in my crawl. Even the buy-in <laughs> match. The what was it? It was a Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa against Nyla Rose and 
Yeah, all everyone came out that wasn't on the show and came out around the ring and like fucking waved to the crowd one. and high fived. No, it wasn't on. It yeah, wasn't you the buy. You went and got the Chinese. But yeah, in between, there Chinese. was maybe. Oh, you're talking about on this pay per view. I thought you were talking about it all out. My bad. No, I gotta catch up. Sorry, guys. No, sorry about that. No, Clint. Ain't everything about All Out just because you went and seen CM Punk. <laughs> no, no, I thought you were talking about the buy-in to All Out. Oh, the Jungle Boy. Yeah, because yeah, after Express, it was over, right. it, there was like maybe five minutes in between, the, and they the, brought out all the wrestlers that weren't wrestling and showed them to the crowd. The, and made them all the one, the one match, <laughs> the one match on the card that Ashley's like, we're gonna get there in time to to see Jurassic Express, right? I'm like, I thought you wanted to see Moxley. I want to see Jungle Boy. Do you think that they sent <laughs> Brian Pillman home to grow his hair back out? He ain't been around. Since. Well, he uh, got his phone still or something. And he's like, oh, his dick's on the internet cry- someplace. No, he's it? like crying about like so like his pictures and everything on his phone, and like he's like, it's like the last year that I've been working this hard just doesn't exist anymore because somebody stole my phone. Blah, well, blah, that's some like, shitty things to do. And he's like melting down. About well, why would you leave your phone just sitting out like that? I could be wrong about the phone thing, but. There was something about nah, his, his phone got stolen. No, that is true, but like I do, I did remember reading that, and I didn't know he was upset about it. But it's strange that he wrestled. M- well, MJF was the last person he wrestled. Yeah, but right? you got to, you got to, you got well, I mean, you got to think about since that MJF match, the Unclaimer back, FTR is back. You got Dante Martin and Leo Rush now. They were pushing BPJ like the ultimate white meat babyface, and, and then, but then he lost to MJF and lost that momentum. That's not his fault though. They booked that shit. Or maybe Tony Khan knows something that we don't. And then after you fucking... Tony, Tony Khan's tag team partner. What, that, what, to- what they should have done after they had him lose to MJF was show up Gr- on fucking Dynamite a, or Dark and win a match against somebody to make Griff him look Garrison. like he could still get over, you know what I mean? But as MJF originally said, who the fuck is Griff Garrison? Disappeared. <laughs> this disappeared. I don't know where he went. He's gone. I mean, Tony Khan has the pencil, so the only person we need to... I mean, he's the only one that knows what's going on. With yeah, he's got the Ryan fucking Pillman. pencil. He gave out all the spoilers for goddamn <laughs> full gear before it even happened. Not all of them. Yeah, you're right. Well, they got <laughs> changed because someone had to go on off to rehab, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm proud of the guy for doing it and everything, but that's... Can you... Or uh, I'll, fucking... I'll have one for him. Cowboy shits go. was circled in that picture. Cowboy well, shits? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? The shits. Adam Page. Oh, yeah, him. The her, hangman. Her? Him? <laughs> hangman. Hangman Adam Page. Hang Sham. <laughs> we'll see how his run goes because I'm not fully. We'll see yet. how his run goes. We'll see how he holds the belt. He's like, bu- he's, like bust, he's like busting my balls. Like Seth Rollins' sophomore run with the title was sh- sh- the shits, and he had Becky Lynch like sitting on the rope and letting him in the ring and whatnot. <laughs> so he's got the Dark Order, and that's the Becky Lynch for him right now is the Dark Order. He gets hey, the dark order fucking needs to go away. The dark, the dark Order. He would be serves so much more badass on the his dark. Own. The Dark Order serves a purpose right now because Danielson can run through. All like nine of the men wrestlers fucking right up until revolution. You could have him go up against a bunch of fucking Jay Browns that no one's ever heard of oh, the, or the Dark Order and not have them affiliated with Hangman and just have him fucking relentlessly beating them up to show how fucking badass he is going in against He's, Hangman. He don't need to have it be the Dark Order. It could be any assholes. It really could be. It's Brian Danielson. Tell me it has he's, to be. He's fucking getting heat right now. Yeah, it's because he's beating up the fucking weak, weak assholes in the fucking <laughs> hole. Like, yeah, you like, made, me, the you made me stomp his head in. The one motherfucker was just dressed up like Bambi. They're the weakest link in AEW right now as far as groups go. They're the weakest yeah, fucking he, group that there he is. Beat, he beat the strongest wrestler in Dark I know Order that, already. but as far as the Dark Order's push, they're the weakest group. They're the oddities of fucking AEW. They might as well go away. And then, that's sad to me because that one time, like, they were, I thought, going to be like a... 
dark, like fucking gritty, grimy. Like the one dude came out with all the slaves and they sat down and he would sit on them like a throne and shit and they were all dressed up like Mr. Slave and whatnot. And like it was really kind of cool, like like <laughs> like some weird fucking dominatrix type of crazy shit. You know what I mean? There wasn't a yeah. hamster, was there? No, but you know what I mean. It was just like <laughs> one of them. It was like one of them weird. Like you seen the movie of Nicolas Cage, Eight Millimeter? It was like one of them weird type of fucking like underground group fucking doing weird sadist shit. Like and then it was like you know they had old boy and then he died and now it's just like oh we got bamboo suits on and we're having sleepovers Wasn't his character more I've been, like he was i've been like wearing all, just let you guys realize i've been wearing all my kenny omega shirts this week just to pay tribute to the champ that helped build the he company the champ no more look at this anime bullshit he's got on now. i'm here swinging hangman's dick the other night and now he's back to swinging kenny kenny omega's dick well, you got to pick one or the other, my man. So now that Hangman's a champ, you want him it, to lose it to Kenny Omega? No, I'm just paying tribute this week. <laughs> That's jazz hand shit. <laughs> it's, twinkle, it's Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. Get it right. <laughs> jazz hand shit. <laughs> yes, and no, it's no longer cowboy shit. It's now champion shit. <laughs> All so, right. Fucking, what was the first match on the card? Well, I was trying to talk about the buy-in, but... No, mm. fuck that buy-in. Nobody cares. Got here, mange. No one wants it. <laughs> Oh, Actually, got a, got a do you want to go in order of the show, or you just want to go in the order that I got it on here? Oh, I don't. I mean, because no I mean, the first match was MJF and Darby Allen. I think that was a great match, honestly. The, yeah. Other than the little weird roll around thing that they were doing for a minute, I didn't care yeah. for that. That was I mean, one of the it, best it, matches. I mean, and it, it also ended perfectly with MJF Dude, cheating, told a being story the total the total heel. Totally total story throughout the whole entire match, and that's for weeks want. building up to it too. I yeah. mean, the whole story was that Darby Allen gets so pissed that he'll lose control and won't care and shit, and he hey, just hands him the fucking skateboard. They yeah, need like, they need to teach their uh, referees a little bit of psychology though, because you know when you take them over with just the fucking headlock and then get the one two three, pretty sure something happened somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting on the referees to get it figured out. They need to make a referee school for them to go to or something like that. You know what I mean? Or train them. I don't know. There's got to be something that I, I you know what's his great, name? What was his you name? Know the last great referee story was, what was his name? that got let go from WWE. He's got a podcast now. Um, um, uh, the duty was there forever. Uh, uh Kyoto. Kyoto. Well, they, should Kyoto. they should hire him to train referees. <laughs> so that way people know how to fucking referee. You know what the last great wrestling or uh, referee storyline was? Actually, I'm pretty sure. Isn't Earl Hebner actually on their referee roster? I don't know, man. On it, AEW? It, it, I actually think he's part of AEW's roster. They just don't use him very much. Okay, well, because there's two now. There's one where referees went on strike and tried to fight back and got beat up by all the wrestlers. Or <laughs> yeah. there's fucking when That's... Triple H killed Tim White and then tell him the cell. <laughs> or Tim White was trying to kill himself. Well, there's that uh, weird shit too, but they, they announced <laughs> that, that Triple H had beat up Tim White so bad that he killed him, he'd never be back yeah. on Monday Night Raw and shit. They had a, a, a hell in the cell, and it was Triple H versus Jericho, and the referees got in there and tried to stop it, and Triple H was laying waste to all of them. And he, like, fucking hit Tim White with a sledgehammer like he did, you know, and then was, like, bashing his head off a fence and, like, just went way hard on him for some reason. He was bleeding all over and shit, and then, like, the fucking medics took him away. And did, then the next get, night on Raw, did he get fined for that because he can't bleed in WWE? No, it was like the the <laughs> head of he could bleed. it was like the the ver, it was like the end of the whole referee strike thing where they tried to fight back and shit and like it was like the King was like the Tim White died and Triple H. He's there were like fucking. referees, there were like referees quitting like mid match and shit. Yeah, and like, well, where are they going? Like Lawler's was like freaking out, like ain't got no referee, they're on strike. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even there starting to fight back. It was you discount cool. your own one, two, three, goddammit. <laughs> Showed Monday Night Raw and they're all out front with picket signs and shit, like six of them walking <laughs> in a circle. 
<laughs> all right, back to MJF and Darby Allen. Still had their stripes on. They all did good off of that strike. <laughs> Teddy Long became goddamn GM in SmackDown. <laughs> Earl Hebner became senior referee. <laughs> I really thought it was badass when uh, MJF gave Darby Allen the fucking Tombstone pile driver on the apron. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like he when he was working the knee the whole. I liked when Darby did the two. coffin drop. And I was to the side of the apron, and MJF got out of the way, and he just completely smoked the side of the ring. And I was like, God damn, that's got to take – I mean, just that – that's like one of the hardest parts of the ring right there on the edge of those yeah. boards right there. Dar- Darby's going to be Ooh. one of the ones that's going to have a great career, but it ain't going to last very long. <laughs> as little as he is, yeah. I mean, he keeps doing shit like that. It'll be like Spike Dudley. And be a broken Figuring down. it took him two coffin drops to beat Billy Gunn the other – or last night. It's Billy Gunn. Yeah, and that's why you needed two coffin drops. Well, he's, he's a goddamn man. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think it was one of the best matches of the night. MJF, it, it for opening the show up, it when, set it set the precedence for what like everyone else tr- try to do a little better than what these guys did in the first match, and they really some matches did. They, some they matches set did they not. set the tone. Yeah, I feel like they did. For wait, the night. wait, Clint always talks about Billy Gunn. Makes me think Clint wishes he was Chuck Palumbo. No, nah. Clint, Clint's <laughs> just an ass man. No, yeah, I would be Billy Gunn though if I could. You see how fucking you see how jacked that motherfucker is. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I can, would you be you six be foot Chuck eight Palumbo. and that athletic? I don't want to be Chuck Palumbo. <laughs> Fuck Chuck Palumbo. He sucks. Not. I mean, really, he might be a nice guy. He, he might be right. one of the only playable characters left on WWE 2K22 <laughs> this year. I, uh, as far as wrestling goes, no, I'm not a fan, but I'm sure Chuck Palumbo is a nice guy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to the uh, street fight between the Super Click, just to piss Dick off. And Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. I mean, that could have been 10 minutes shorter than it was, too. But the flip at the end was cool. Oh, it <laughs> definitely is. <laughs> Actually, the match ended with a concerto. Oh, that's right. Jungle Boy became the Jungle Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the scruff is it gone, was, yeah, but it it's was, still in here. Yeah, the scruff is gone, but it's still in here. Get out of here, fella. It was it, um, went, it was forever long before that it, any of that shit happened. On it the was stage, too so. way too many spots in it. They could have cut out about fucking probably eight minutes of that match. But besides besides Lu- besides Luchasaurus doing the fucking shooting star press off the no they, ran, they need the stage. they need to leave that in. I'm surprised he was able to pull it off by not having any ropes and being that deep into the match. He had to have been tired, you know what I mean. So that's impressive that being he did that. Being eight. the big man, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's six fucking eight. You seen what happened to fucking uh, goddamn Murderhawk when he tried to do his flip? <laughs> tried about kill himself. He yeah, and back he's, since. he still hasn't been cleared no, to come I, back to yeah, the I ring hope, yet. Probably not. You see how much fucking mass was going around? <laughs> a goddamn rocket. Oh, yeah. Hurry back, Murderhawk. I'm a big fan of Lance Archer. So, going back to the... Uh, Who's this dude in Dreads? I don't know. Nope, nope, nope. Not Dreads. We're, we're going back to fucking... That's Drew McIntyre. That's a scrawny-ass Drew McIntyre. He's young. That's Who's a man's this motherfucker pick. on the right? He's about to get know. fired, isn't he? And fucking, go back to Impact? He looks like fucking Wild Man D. Mm, no. And he got some Jags later. Drew McIntyre is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania this year. got some year. Jake Swagger. <laughs> And Cesaro, he's coming back at Royal Rumble. Who? Antonio, or fucking Antonio no, Cesaro. Alberto Del Rio. Fucking Alberto Del Rio. They've already said he ain't coming back. He's coming back, dog, I'm telling you. Dude, have yeah, you? Edge no. wasn't coming back last year. Have you ever was read it? any of his fucking you are, We already knew Edge was, was coming a... back. They already fucking said like two months before the Royal Rumble that Edge he was going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Was, Edge, WrestleMania. Said, Edge said that night that he was at home, and then he showed up at the Royal Rumble. He tweeted, I'm at home. I don't know what you guys are talking about. And then he was there. All right. Super Click, I, Jurassic I, I Express. I totally popped. 
I was off my rocker when I didn't think it was happening. He had me. He didn't have you. What? Edge. When he said he was at home and not at the Royal Rumble, and then he showed up at the Royal Rumble. Is that when he won? I was yeah, more yeah. excited about seeing Christian at the Royal Rumble. No, no, no. When he first came back, when he oh. made his first comeback, and he tweeted right before, and they were like, "Oh, Edge tweeted that he's at home tonight." Whoop de whoop, and then he showed up at the Royal Rumble. He didn't. He thought he was at home the whole time, right? He didn't know he was. I didn't show really up. think about it because I don't really give a fuck about Edge. I was, I was like, "Woo, Edge, fuck yeah!" I was more, more pumped about Christian coming, and they had their little. No, that was the next year. I'm talking about when he broke AJ Styles' shoulder and shit. Oh. Oh, so you're talking about 2019. Yeah, yeah. When he first showed up that night to try and throw everybody off, Edge tweeted, and, and it was probably his wife, but someone tweeted, and they were like, look at the GPS. It shows that he's at his home. See? But, but wasn't Beth also in the Royal Rumble that year? Yeah. yeah. So someone tweeted from their house and said that he was at home, and he showed up at the Royal Rumble, and he had me in the palm of his hand the whole time. I thought he was at home. So if Beth and Edge were at the Royal Rumble, who was watching their kids? Right. Christian that year? Because he didn't show up at the uh, Royal Rumble. Right. That's fine. He's his brother. <laughs> yeah storyline wise no real life oh okay. my brothers 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 from different mothers all right no they got the same mom <laughs> different dads oh okay Maybe. all right <laughs> moving on i can't remember what match came after that next oh fuck it i'll just go pick one <laughs> uh, it was uh oh, actually it was brian danielson and miro yeah after them was brian danielson and miro the, which was another really good the match. final of the world eliminator tournament to get the number one contendership i thought that was a great match uh whoever won the world title that night they beat shit out of each other for a good yeah. what nine we ten haven't minutes seen miro since then right though like it's been well, it's will. been six days two days, yeah, six days. <laughs> seven days now. but he didn't tap right he passed no out or nothing of it though no not yet no he'll cut a scathing promo and it'll be all in red and shit it'll probably be him bending over his god about how his god turned mm-hmm. his back on him. he hasn't been able to talk to his wife since well we haven't seen her yet so well yeah but he keeps on saying i gotta do good things for my god so i can do things for my wife down below but so if he can't do good things for his God, then he can't do good things for his wife down below. So he's he's gonna be super. Well, that's good. Doesn't she on like the newest season of Big Brother or some dumbass show like that? Is she? No, uh, they're they're doing. Uh, uh, I just said the first reality show I could think of where you live <laughs> in a house. The show the show that was on VH1 with Vanilla Ice and all them. It's a real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on that. So celebrity Big Brother, pretty much. Yeah. Have you ever seen the first or is it third season of Surreal Life with uh, X Pac in China? Oh yeah, it's some sad oh, shit. X Pac just shows up all methed out and some she sad. gets wasted all the time and cries. Sad shit. Ventura uh, pisses. Like right after it, fucking they made a porno called. One Did you just mention Mini Me? Yeah, he gets naked and pisses yeah, off the side of his, mini, of his little cart. They get wasted. wasted and he's on his fucking handy on his little rascal or whatever. And his and scooter he's, gets yeah. butthole naked and starts pissing. Butthole the naked, peeing in the plant, going, I got, I got. I got, and then like falls over, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, is he gonna make it?" He, he looks really weird, dude. Really weird. <laughs> Where does this podcast go? <laughs> you know, um, section uh, from fucking Bill and Ted. <laughs> section, section. You know, section from Bill and Ted. No, you've never seen Bill and Ted. Yeah, I'm Bill and the- Ted's bogus journey. The fucking alien they create. Section. Oh, section. Okay, that's what Vern Troyer looks like, butthole naked. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> you, you do realize, like, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is a great movie. Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure is kind of, nah. I don't know, man. I always liked that. They had to play all the games with death and shit. That shit had me dying laughing every time I watched it. The Brat was on that season of Surreal Life, too. Who the fuck is The Brat? 
<laughs> he's trying to take this shit way too far right. <laughs> Usually we say left. He's going right. I just want to go back straight down the middle. All right. Well, that's what I'm trying to get us to go back to, and I'm not the one who does that shit. Oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think about Vern Tro- or yeah, Vern Troyer looking like section all naked. No, just him driving a rascal pissing everywhere. And uh, oh, that's wild. Mike, was it Mike Brady? <laughs> Mike Brady was trying to help him out, and then uh, Mike Brady. He fell in love with that supermodel chick. How how is this a reality show when I don't even know who the fuck these people are you're talking about besides yeah, Xbox and China? The because bunch. Brent, you had better things to do. He Probably. never watched the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, the fucking oldest brother. He just never watched the real life. He's one of the people in the house. He don't give a shit about the Brady so Bunch. P- Peter Brady. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, it's a middle, it's a middle I don't brother. Which one of them? But it's the middle would, one. Him and Vern Troy were like buddies on there. The middle brother. Okay. Okay. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> and then they had that. Uh, they had a spinoff of that. The one that always said, uh, "My Fair Brady." Uh, I've heard of that dumb show. Uh, what do you always? Adrian say Curry. That's her name. Okay, so she has pork she, chops and applesauce. That's what. The that's mid- what he it's always the middle said. Brady kid. Yeah, he's always said pork chops and applesauce or whatever. That was his <laughs> thing on the Brady Bunch. That was his. That was his line. Pork chops and applesauce. You know, you don't remember that? No. You guys weren't fans of the Brady Bunch. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I've watched that. That show went off TV before we was ever born. No, dog. They showed reruns of it reruns on Fox. Reruns after school all the time. And Doogie Howser. I had cable. I didn't watch Fox. Yeah, we had, I had three <laughs> channels, bro. <laughs> Quit bragging about your richness. Okay. We didn't have a choice but to watch that. Fucking A. <laughs> I was watching Nickelodeon. Fuck out of here. It's your cable TV. Dude, that goes back to our... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys all picked Fox cartoons or whatever in that... Would you rather that you guys did on totally. Rad and Nerd Dad? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fucking totally watching Nickelodeon. Snooty, Snooty Petersburg kid had Nickelodeon. Fucking they do. All of them are <laughs> fucking yuppies, man. Right, Brian Danielson and Miro. <laughs> so. I thought it was a great, like well, I said, I thought it was a great bad. match. That's Very physical. The, I don't think it was the best match of the night, but. I think so. I was going to say it probably was. No, I don't, it was, it was. You obviously didn't watch fucking. Minnesota Street Fight or Minneapolis Street Fight, then. <laughs> Why'd you have to say that? That's what I was going to say. Oh, because I'm being the smart ass today. I mean, that was one of the best. I've been fun. a smart ass all day. I mean, He's been around me uh, for, <laughs> yeah, all day. Since fucking 6.30 this morning. It was 6.50 when I showed up for work. Hey, when I walked in, I said, why haven't you fired him yet? Because <laughs> uh, then I'd have to do more work. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> It'd help on labor, but... <laughs> All right, Brian Danielson is the new number one contender. Miro didn't tap out, right? He passed out. He correct? passed out. Yeah, yeah it was so, it was referee stoppage. Let's not forget that. That keeps him strong. He, keeps he him took strong. he took that uh, what what the Stone tor- Cold didn't tornado. tap out. He, he passed took, out, mind you. He took the tornado. Don't give me that look. He took the door or the tornado DDT off the top turnbuckle, then right neck. into the uh, fucking, the fucking that, that, is it the triangle? That oh, neck yeah, is his Achilles neck. heel, bro. This is Achilles heel. I don't know. Yeah, but so you mean you net, don't know? You're just super over on Miro just, five minutes ago. No, I just said it was the best match. I like Daniel Bryan. Now you're thinking it's not the best match. I'm just saying. What the I fuck hope. is a Daniel Bryan? <laughs> I'm just yeah, thinking the right. Miro might be gone now. A gone, oh, gone. Miro's not gone. As long as he doesn't show back up with Kip Sabian, I'm fine. <laughs> Kip Sabian will be one of the playing, ones that's gone. If he comes back up playing video games, we're gonna have fucking problems. <laughs> See, Tony Tony Khan's not gonna start releasing people. He's just gonna let their contract expire and not resign them. Well, he called. Uh, you, can, you can do that. He called. Uh, and Kip Sabian is probably uh, one of them. He called uh, um, WWE contracts temporary contracts this week and said that a lot of people in AEW know that this contract, like you're actually a lifer and shit, and like. Uh, 
Let him keep saying that shit till people start no-showing dates and fucking him over a little bit. Which hasn't <laughs> happened yet that I know of. I don't think anybody's done that yet. But eventually, there's going to be a couple motherfuckers that play <laughs> games with you. And you know what I mean? I mean? He just hasn't had any... He's been pretty lucky not having any shitty talent like that yet. But eventually, he's going to get him uh, fucking Alberto Del Rio. Well, I don't... I've never seen... I don't know what... People talk about him not being a... Excuse me, certain TV dates and things like that throughout his career. I never seen him promote him and him not be there. No, he just shows up wasted. <laughs> well, who gives a fuck? He didn't barely do shit except stand outside the ring a good amount of the time anyway. And when he did wrestle, I never seen him hurt anybody. Probably from better wasted joints were more loose. You can't be pro Scott Hall being fucked up. It ruined his life. I'm not saying it's pro time. fuck pro Scott Hall being fucked up. And even he'll tell you that you know. His family were alcoholics. That's all they know is drinking. You get up in the morning, you drink. You go to lunch, you drink. You go to bed, you drink. Like that. He said that in many, many a podcast. Like I don't. Also, condone. he murdered a person. That well, that was self defense. That too, but that was self defense, you know. Um, but still, like, it's just I don't know. Shit's crazy to me. But yeah, he hasn't had to, an ultimate warrior yet. You know what I mean? He hasn't had to deal with anybody like that, and, and I hope he doesn't have to. But eventually, there's going to be a motherfucker to test the patience. If Cody Rhodes don't already secretly do it now. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> he might secretly be fucking pushing There's buttons all those right reports now. about the executive vice presidents not being on mm. speaking terms and shit. Well, that's just... Nah, not. That's all bullshit. Just Tony Khan took away their booking powers. That's, that's, that's for... Uh, that's, they, it makes got, more, they all got boo-boo face for a minute. It, make, it makes more sense to have one guy booking the card instead of having six different fucking decisions to, coming at you. They need storyline for Rhodes of the Top Season 2. you call two. yourself a WCW guy. <laughs> <laughs> they need season line for Rhodes of the Top Season 2. I, uh, I hope there's not a, another one of those. I think they're holding something they can that way they can bring it back and say it's the second season. like four episodes. I think there was more than five. I think there was more than that six. I think there was more than that. And fucking, uh, I looked it up last time we were sitting here. Send me episodes that were aired. Actually, Actually, I think I think it was six, wasn't it? Yeah, six aired. I think there's more in the can, and they just didn't show them because it was not very good. And I bet you that eventually you'll end up finding three or four more episodes out of nowhere. And it'll be like, oh, it's fucking season two or season one, part two. If it was 15 years ago, you'd find it in the $2 bin at Walmart. No, it probably wouldn't popular because WWE would have produced it. And <laughs> you might been, not even find it at Walmart. It would have been fucking uh, the Miz and fucking whatever his old lady's name is, Maurice. <laughs> Which, speaking of Cody Rhodes, we just move on to Cody and Pack versus uh, Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Uh, it was I don't know. It it wasn't the wasn't best. resolved. Figuring this week in Chicago coming up, we get an eight man tag with the Lucha Bros and Cody and Pack versus FTR. Malachi Black and uh, Andrade. My guess is they don't have a whole lot to do with any of them guys, so they're trying to feature them all yeah. together all at once. But the they Malachi Black and groups. the Malachi Black shit with Cody Rhodes is starting to expand out now into more people. But I don't know. I thought Malachi Black was a lone wolf to team up with people. He's going to have the House of Black. That's fine. And there are a bunch of motherfuckers that listen to him and follow him, not fucking him tag teaming with Andre L. He, 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 Idolo. <laughs> yeah, I can say that one. I just can't say Humberto Carrillo. You know, you just said it. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I don't know. I just it's kind of strange. Bedfellows, not like when wrestling does that shit. You all of them around. Prom- they all got their own groups. Yeah, but you promote a guy like he's a hard ass. Don't team with nobody, and now he's out here and him and Andrade be friends. Why is back FTR in the day. fucking? Because there's, because Andrade's paying them. Right. Yeah, but they're in, got their own group. Can't pay Malachi Black. He ain't about that life. Dude, they haven't been with the Pinnacle for a while. It seems like. No, they're still around together, though. 
I'm saying MJF can afford more. But fucking... the, what happened though was like it's weird <laughs> because Tully is with FTR now, and he's not with the fucking chairman, and he was with the chairman and not FTR. It's like they was like, well, we're, we're gonna be with Pinnacle, but not, and we're gonna take Tully. And Wardlow comes out looking like we might as well. Riot. We might as well just jump into that match because we've said enough about Cody <laughs> and all that crap. So uh, FTR and the Lucha Bros. Which so, no, Malachi Black supposedly got hurt during that match, but they they came back and said he's he's hundred percent. I guess it was just a scare. Well, that's good because Malachi Black's talented. Three people that night got injured, and they thought they was going to screw some things up for a while. But I gave you something to jump at, and you didn't even do it. What? I said Malachi Black is talented. <laughs> well, I was sitting here disagreeing in my mind. Hmm. Like I, this was I, I didn't. I, I might have even went and smoked a cigarette. When I think it depends on. on who he's wrestling against, whether he looks talented or not. I know I went and smoked a cigarette in one of the matches. I think it must have been this one because he's got kind probably. of one of them specific styles that if you don't know how to work with, it ain't gonna look good. Yeah, he's like Norwegian death. Core. No, I mean the way he throws the kicks and all that <laughs> shit. Like some guys don't know how to like don't know how to. Got to go further, a little further south. Some, Norway's up here. Netherlands is down here. Some oh, guys I don't know you. how to sell those wrestling moves. It's Amsterdam. It's Amsterdam. And it looks is like that where from. Yeah, you know he's supposed to be throwing badass kicks, and if you don't know how to that sell, it, it just looks like ass. He's like MMA Abba, kind of. <laughs> but you know what I mean. If you don't know how to sell With them kicks, tattoos. it just looks like shit. So I don't. I don't know. He's, he's got one of those styles. If you don't know how to sell for it, it don't look good. I don't know. RVD always had a good match. Anybody? Booker T's got that. Yeah, but RVD did show. more wrestling moves than what Malachi Black. There's a lot of kicks and punches and weird shit like that. Like, RVD at least like would do a, a fucking suplex every once in a while or something. You know what I mean? A DDT. Well, FTR and the Lucha Bros, the AEW Tag Team Championships, we all got this wrong. We all said FTR was going to walk away, so we figured they were going to flip the titles at AAA. I thought it was finally their time to get it back, man. I was just sick of Lucha Bros, to be honest with you. I'm really digging FTR's new Pent- theme song. Penta's fat. I'm liking, uh, I'm liking the whole old school 80s like Japanese wrestling Yeah, theme. it's kind of neat, yeah. Are they doing that just as a knock, or are they doing that to be serious, you think? I think they're doing it to be serious. They, they're like an old school tag team, it seems like. Well, so. it felt like kind of just 80s wrestling to me is the way it sounded. I thought it was like 1991 WCW. D- yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Kind of like, 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 like our theme song. Some shit Tully, <laughs> yeah. and, some shit Tully and Arn would kind of maybe use. Yeah. I don't know. It was neat. It was a good match. It wasn't a great match. There were some decent spots in it. And the fucking shit at the end, was they left it unresolved because... You know, they had the mask. They pulled the mask up and put the mask uh, on. Yeah, shit. One, of, one, of, one of them, uh, actually, I think it's uh, Dax Hardwood actually got injured in the match. The, so they had to change the ending. So four people got hurt, supposedly. Um, so they said the wrong guy got pinned or whatever. And they actually announced that. So I'm guessing that's going to come into play someplace, the fact that you didn't actually well, pin. Man. That's, that's because Hardwood was injured. Yeah, but they haven't said that shit, though. All they've said is that, and they repeated that back, I think, on Dynamite too. Still, again, that the wrong person got pinned, but they're not really playing it too much yet. So, they just give us more time so that we we get to hear Zero, or the Briscoes are going to show up and just fucking throw a whole monkey wrench in everyone's game. Hey, they were they were that. reportedly backstage at Dynamite Wednesday night, hanging out with Jay Lethal, the original so. Indie Mud Show tag team, for sure. <laughs> they got the teeth. That's not the Indie Mud Show report yet. They got the teeth to prove it, or don't have the teeth to prove it. <laughs> they don't have the teeth to prove it. I think no. it's just one of them, right? No, I mean both of them. Take them out and put them back in. 
Mark or Jay? Both of them. Oh. No, that, whatever. They're wild men. <laughs> can you actually imagine if the Briscoes sign with They're not going to be able to say all... Well, I guess they can say F-words in AEW, so never mind. They yeah, just it would fucking work. I hope they come do. in smashing the fuck out of the Young Bucks. I do hope it's not just like a small one-time gig for them either. I kind of hope they come in and stick around for a little while so they can get some fucking national... F- ROH wouldn't give them their just due. F- I really F- don't feel like they FTR versus the Briscoes. You think they're still going to be able to do construction match. on the side? Well, I mean, you'd think that Tony Khan would give him enough money to, like, make it worth it. He might. Like I said. He you, gives everybody else in the world money. You, you think they'll still do their construction on the side? I bet you Tony Khan. I bet you Tony Khan hires them he, to do construction. He didn't give me any. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that jacket. Look, we need these new restrooms installed <laughs> at the uh, Jaguar Stadium. What do you think? We hire you guys. We'll go ahead and give you another contract to wrestle here. Yeah. and. We tape on thir- We tape on Fridays. Just work here Monday through that, Friday. Sh- then we'll tape right here. They tape. You they, have me the time they, into it. A lot of times they tape on Wednesdays. You have me talked into it. <laughs> like uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Come on. <laughs> like this coming Wednesday night when they're in Chicago, it's a uh, Rampage and Dynamite in the same night. So people in Chicago are in for a long show. I was thinking that the other night, man. My brother's about to move to Florida. Since my kid turns eighteen, psh, might do the same thing. <laughs> Go live in a terrible state. There's no state that's really good anymore. No, but Florida's just worse. I don't give a fuck. I'm tired of cold weather. It's humid down there, though. Whatever. It's not cold. <laughs> I'm kind of a cold. I'd like to get rid of all too. my coats. No, nah, I'm a big fan of the coat. Not me. Get cold enough down there just for a hoodie, and I'd be fine with that. All right. Next match. I. Don't even remember where we are. That happens. Oh, uh, should have started from top to bottom, dog. Top to bottom. I got them all I'm mixed. Just picking them is what you said. I got them all mixed up. Big gone. How about you give me my beers, you freaking morons? No. Okay. Uh, we got the Minneapolis street fight between the Inner Circle and America's top team. Went too long once again. That shit went way yeah, too long. That shit went way too long, and then ended in a corny fucking. How about we talk about the beginning of the match? It's a street fight. And they were tagging in and out. Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Aubrey Edwards is like, tag, tag, tag. It's like, this is a street fight. I thought it was just going to be a straight gang war and everyone yeah. was going to be battling all over the place. You know what I mean? But instead, Which it, it eventually was, turned into. Yeah, but it's just didn't somebody, make sense. And somebody, got, and somebody got smacked with a print symbol. Didn't make it. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. shit was so fucking. I don't know, man. Is that, this the when the Baron Von Roschke shit happened? It was. Yeah, he, yeah, put, he grabbed he, old boy by the forehead. Yeah, he did the claw. That's where he got injured. To Ethan Page. That's where he got injured. That's where he got injured. Yeah, he's got a concussion. Yeah, from getting squeezed on the head too hard. <laughs> he mushed his brain. And then uh, I thought it was cool a little bit because Vince McMahon used to do that shit back in the day. Not and then, like that. And then just put, no bullshit. He used to let fucking Von Eric hop in the ring and put the fucking claw on people and all that shit too. I've seen him do it a million times. He used to let uh, Lou Albano grab people and bite them and shit. And you know, for whatever reason, as the years went on, they quit doing that stuff and they actually quit even featuring legends in the crowd. Like they used to feature them <laughs> yeah. all the time. That's that's something I really like about AEW that they feature I think that's legends. Rocky Johnson's fault. And uh, I, and FTR once again is the throwback tag team. So you knew when they probably heard that he was going to be there, they probably like, yo, bro, you want to grab me by the forehead and give me the claw? Give me the claw. Give me the claw. Come on, man, give me the claw. Now do me. Now do me. <laughs> <laughs> I will rule you. I love that part when fucking Sting hits him in the face. He's like, not do me, man. Not do me. 
Crown us. Come on. Do it. No. <laughs> fucking Sting backhands the shit out of him. Drops his ass. All right. Uh, also, speaking of that match, you had Chris Jericho end it doing the Frog Splash tribute to Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, for I mean, he him. He Eddie like five times in a row. Like He played that shit a little too hard. Order. And when they yeah. talked about it again on uh, on Rampage, that's the first thing he said. It was a very special night for various reasons and blah, blah, blah. And Like, I get it. Like, his wife works for the company and all that. But, like... I don't know. I think they're trying to steal some of WWE's thunder with all that because they didn't. WWE hasn't said shit about it at all, at all. <laughs> and it was it was the anniversary of his passing, not like his birthday or like the anniversary of him winning the title. Which well, WWE it was doesn't. was in the same town, and they intentionally yeah, did yeah, not yeah. stay at the same hotel. Yeah, I don't know. And WWE doesn't talk about when you know the, uh, they don't talk about the anniversary of the when wrestlers have passed. So because yeah, they look bad for killing them. The, <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> that in particular is kind of strange to me because we don't usually get that a whole lot about when you know anniversaries for wrestlers that have passed, especially from companies that that wrestler was never featured in. So, just a little. Yeah, it's a little weird too. WCW did that shit a couple times, but too. with them bringing in the Owen Hart Cup and all that and stuff, I get it. Like they're throwing like the, uh, WCW had a Gorilla Monsoon fucking ten yeah, mil salute. Yeah, it's like, eh, he's never there. I mean, big contributions to the world wrestling. That's just paying tribute. Yeah, I know. I don't know that now WCW is closing Eddie Guerrero past. Dumb. That was dumb. It's like I don't think it, I don't think WCW gave him Eddie Guerrero ten bell, but no, that, they, that, their lights were off by that time. Yeah, <laughs> happened. I was thinking about when he got in the car accident for some that, reason. That happened four years later. <laughs> Eddie Eddie Kingston and CM Punk match of the night. I feel like it was the match of the night. <sighs> Dude, he, the wrong he, person he, land, he landed the spinning backhand before the match even started and put CM Punk on his ass. <laughs> yeah, punched him in the back of the head like a beach. Andy Kingston's got heart. Uh, well, I seen the thing on Facebook, and it said, I, I, it said I, I thought CM Punk was going to win this match, but when he came out with uh, with UFC oh, shorts yeah, on, trunks, I thought anybody, I thought I thought anybody Kingston, could win. Yeah, I thought anybody could win. <laughs> I thought that shit was fucking. Hilarious. Yeah, we got we got CM Trunks. Uh, <laughs> it was a really good match, though. It really oh, it was. was. Uh, for all the storyline and the build and everything they got to do to go through Eddie Kingston doing the fat guy running across the parking lot, like it was really good match, man. Uh, and they're still building the Eddie Kingston story because now he's it's been spilt over into somebody else talking shit about him. So now he's moving on from CM Punk to yeah. What year is this? I don't remember. 2015, I think. It said the Nexus on it. That's why I picked it. I'm going to go fucking crazy if I can't figure out who this dreadlock person is. Something, something Moss. Pretty sure it's 2015. All right, back to Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Yeah, you, you, you had a good thing going, and then you just dropped it. It's because this fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> no, um, Eddie Kingston looked like he was really throwing the blows in. I mean, they were they were hitting each other pretty hard. Not that they were actually hitting each other, but it was a, it was they, a hard. They, they, were, were, they were selling. Yeah, they were banging each other pretty good, and uh, Eddie Kingston got dropped on his shoulder, I think, at some point, right? And he had, they thought he had an injured shoulder or whatever. I know he missed uh, two dates because he had to get his shoulder checked out or something like that because they thought he'd broken it, um, which he's supposed to wrestle this next Wednesday, I think, or next Friday. They featured him on a, something for Dynamite. He's wrestling uh, the Red Boots. Yeah, Daniel Garcia. Yeah, I don't like that guy. His boots are too red. <laughs> they are. They're fucking ridiculously bright red, and I'm colorblind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had the backstage segment where he was talking, and they all walked up and started giving him shit, and he pretty much just put them in their place. I feel like going up to leading up to the pay per view, he had all the best promos Eddie Kingston did. 
uh, him and CM Punk were re- had a really good kind of back and forth tete and tete with each other. But I feel like his Eddie Kingston's real. I feel like he's re- you know when he goes in there he's real and was, you know he's he's coming for the realness. So I, I was there live as part of the chant of let them fight, <laughs> let them fight. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm I was super stoked about that match because you know CM Punk's in it and Eddie Kingston's in it. So I like both them guys a lot. So the line was driven down the middle on who I thought was going to win. Obviously, I. I kind of had hoped Eddie Kingston was going to win. I said that last week. I thought maybe CM Punk would let him get that W. Or maybe not CM Punk. I think I picked Eddie Kingston. But the the, the almighty pin on the back, I thought might give him that win because he can't yeah, just I keep... Think, I think I'm the only one that picked Punk. He, he can't just keep wrestling all the dudes and losing to him like that or he's going to have no clout whatsoever and it's like, why are you still here? You cut the coolest promos and you never win. Like, eh. <laughs> he's yeah, there. He should have won. He's just there to be the face. He can't be the lovable loser. And he wasn't the face. He was doing well, some no. straight heel shit. Well, no, the other I was night talking. I'm talking TNT's made him the or TNT wants CM Punk to be the face of TNT. Well, I'm saying Eddie uh, Kingston might have made a heel turn the other night, and we haven't really heard him say anything or do anything until he wrestles Daniel Garcia. We haven't seen any or heard anything out of him. He'll he, probably be back to being Moxley's bodyguard he, by the time Moxley comes back. He might turn heel here in a minute and do some heel. Beat I mean, the, beat the living shit out of 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. I was kind of hoping since he punched CM Punk in the back of the head and made it a personal situation that it was going to go a little farther than that but they're not they're moving cm punk on again obviously and eddie kingston on again obviously and i'm like when are they gonna have a that's one of the things with AEW too is like unless it's for a belt or the main main storyline even for the belt i guess they haven't really done it like no there's not any one storyline that's going on outside of cody rhodes and malachi black is the only long running like you know what i mean like wrestling wise there's no rivalry shit like you're done with this guy now you're done to this guy and like there's no Rick Flair sting, no Hogan macho man. Like there's none of that. There's not they're it's not making real athletic based, right? With the I guess, but like you got record. I feel like you gotta have that rivalry in there someplace. Fucking Knicks and the Lakers. You know what I mean? Fucking Cubs and the Cardinals. I think they're still trying to establish there's, the history to have that. I, there's a couple guys they could do that with right now. They don't have to do it with every single match on the card, but there's two or three guys they could do that with and have them wrestle for a couple. They could have went with MJF and Darby Allen for two months. Uh, they're still, I think there's still worse. There's still plans in the works for that because... I think that's one you can run for about two months long, and then you know maybe later on down the road figuring, have one of them have a title. Figuring Darby Allen already said he's not done with MJF. Yeah, but then you know later on down the road have one of them win a title, and then next year full gear fucking say MJF's champ Darby Allen wins the fucking tur- the Eliminator tournament, and then there you can start that rivalry right back up again where we left off last year about this time. I I, I don't know, man. I just they don't do that a whole lot. They just have the win losses and kind of move on though. So. Like, maybe it's what you said. Maybe they haven't been around long enough to try to... Or maybe they're trying to establish the stars to be able to do that stuff with. But with some of the top guys they got, you would think they would do that a little more. I mean, Adam Page and Kenny Omega is kind of that way. A little bit, like... Kind of, but that that goes from like indie shit all the way till now. Not just because they started as tag team in AEW, like that started like before, like started the company. Still my favorite tag team in AEW right now. Like they started the company. That's what I'm saying. They're the only ones with history. So, I don't know. Actually, I think Hangman and Kenny Omega are still the longest reigning tag team champions in AEW right now too. That is one thing I do like about MJF though is he can cut one two promos on a guy and right there, boom! Now he hate, you hate him for the rest of his life and I hate you for the rest of my life because <laughs> you said that hardcore shit and guess you know what I mean. I mean, what they did is they put them together, let them put on great matches, broke them apart, and now you build this story like they've been doing. Go. Which you talk about Vince McMahon having storylines three years, four years out. 
I mean, I think Tony Khan's doing some of that too. You got to go in one direction, and but you got to pull it back to another. He had it to a nice little bubble at all out, and he went in a fucking completely left field and like narrowed all of his options. Well, that's because he Severely. added a few new toys. Yeah. All right, Ty Conti and Britt Baker for the AEW Women's Championship. It was, everybody called Britt Baker. Yeah, yeah, but None, we we all knew that Ty Conti wasn't leaving. And they, the they, and they told and they talked about her Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa wrestling like two nights before that, so they kind of gave away that she was going to win. So hey, Britt Baker's now focusing all of her attention on Jamie Hayter being the new TBS champion. It's not going to be her. Yeah, probably not. She's the least known. I wish you guys could hear my sh- head shaking. Fuck your head shaking. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's enough about Britt Baker and Ty Conti. There's nothing else to say. We had the debut of Jay Lethal, which actually Clint makes a statement last week in the show that he would love to see Jay Lethal debut. <laughs> that what? From listening to last week's show, he's, he flat out goes out and says he would love to see Jay Lethal show up in AEW, and who shows up in AEW? Boom. I've Jay been watching wrestling for too long, bro. <laughs> I'm good about things like that. And challenges Sammy. Championship. Uh, came out looked like a champ too. Yeah, he did. Like, Dressed up. Although kind of, kind of almost threw out a little bit of a black machismo thing when he first well, came his out. Match on dynamite and shit too. He was through the figure four. Yeah, he did the figure four like he was gonna throw the Ric Flair yeah. on him and shit. And I yeah. thought that was cool. There was a guy in the crowd dressed up like Black Machismo. Yeah, I seen that. Or Macho Man. I don't know. You say I, don't, I think he was trying to be Black Machismo, not Macho Man. <laughs> but he could have been Macho Man and not. You know, I don't know. You gotta talk to the guy who was in the crowd, I guess. But. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'm excited about Jay Leaf. I'm kind of surprised. I don't know what his relationship was with Impact, where he spent you know his years growing up and everything. I don't but. think he wants to go back. I think he wants to keep on going forward. Yeah. I don't think Impact's is like that. That's probably got him to the point where like, yeah, I just ain't gonna fucking deal with that no more. <laughs> there's nothing there left for him. You know what I mean? Uh, there's another guy in ROH who I'd like to see come to AEW, and that's Kenny King. I don't know if I know him. Uh, he was one of TNA's later guys. Uh, shit. Uh, he was tag team with somebody when he first came in. I can't. They tried to act like he was going to be super face, and then he turned on the guy and became the fucking big heel. Like they all, you know, as they do, as they do. Uh, but so I'm hoping he's the next guy they get. But you want PCO in your life? Yeah, so. fucking a. I need PCO. I, I hope they don't get. They could open the door, let PCO come in, and have a match, but signing them, I don't know. Kenny King, what do you think? I hope is he's Dra- was Dragon Lee coming with him. I don't give a fuck about Dragon Lee, but I'd like to see Kenny King be the next fucking guy AEW signs. Uh, They're gonna sign one from ROH. I hope it's Kenny King. That's Mar- my next from ROH. I'm gonna yeah. say Brody King. My, my next prediction is gonna be Kenny. I'm gonna say the Briscoes. Oh fuck, I forgot about them. Yeah, we already know that's a given. Singles wrestlers, Dick. Singles wrestlers. <laughs> Pick a singles wrestler. PCO. Hangman. No, Hangman. Not Hangman. Fucking uh, who's the other guy? Marty Scroll. Is he coming back? He's not with ROH. He just had a match, right? No, he was uh, the, he was the writer and shit till he got all caught texting twelve year olds and shit. No, he just had a match though. Oh. Uh, he just come back. Uh, yeah, I seen the Bill and Club shirt was back up for sale again or whatever. Well, Brody what? King, Brody King, and them is still villain. Yeah, but I thought they they ain't they ain't been promoting that shit since he got caught texting twelve year olds. No. Actually, I kind of like to see a uh, hot sauce Tracy Williams come over too. Where you think a uh, cheeseburger? I hope nowhere McDonald's, <laughs> GCW. 
I got these cheeseburgers, man. Maybe so it gets a new name. <laughs> Quit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 where uh, NXT and the WWE system does a service there. Just goes there and changes his name and shit. Hey, man, they're going to TV 14. It's going to be real awesome. You can't do the dirty that cheeseburger. <laughs> Got me thinking about two different movies now. All right, we'll move on to the AEW World Smokey's Championship. Smokey's back here taking a shit. No. <laughs> Smokey, you taking a shit. The cheeseburgers is from Menace to Society, and oh. then fucking they redid it on Don't Be a Menace, because yeah. on Menace to Society, the crackhead... He's trying to buy crack, and the dude's like, "Unless you got some money, I can get." It. He's like, I "Got these cheeseburgers, man! I got these <laughs> cheeseburgers!" And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Come on, man, give me some. I'll suck your dick." And the dude's yeah. like, "What?" And he shoots know. him twice in the chest, and he picks up the bag of cheeseburgers. And he's like, "Anybody want some cheeseburgers?" And they're like, "What the fuck is the matter with you, man?" And <laughs> yeah. then on "Don't Be a Menace," yeah, the yeah. dude does it, and instead of him shooting him, he comes he's up like, All right. the mail truck, zipping his pants up, and tells All him where to go. Yeah, he's like, "All right, you go, you go down to the stop sign, <laughs> go down like two blocks to the right." <laughs> See, anybody does the cheeseburgers thing, I start losing them, man. I can't. Got these cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> I know. I, I knew we were. I, I was getting you there. <laughs> the AEW Men's World Champion. You got the hangman Adam Page against Kenny Omega. It was a... Uh, for, for, for Kenny Omega being as banged up as he is and not knowing fully... I, I mean, I've been saying for a while that he's, he's been hurt. He's been hurt. Been little small reports here and there, especially knees and back. But the other shit we learned about, we didn't know about until after the match. The, but the hernia, knowing that hernia. he's been that banged up and still been able to go at that level the whole entire time. The hernia and the total labor. Uh, American Dragon's fucking 30-minute shit, and he had that shit That banged up? On. That's what I'm saying. You know, that's he pretty impressive. He can't even like, fucking walk. Like, he's got vertigo and shit. Can't even spinning ring. Why? I was telling you guys this morning, there's a video on YouTube, and it's 28 and a half minutes long, and it's them popping. Of them popping popping his back and his neck and his shoulders and all that shit just to get him ready for one wrestling match and the mm -hmm. dude's got like a mallet banging it into him and shit popping his bones and whatnot so i mean he goes through a hell of a process from he's gonna have to either slow his career down and pick one wrestling company or he's gonna die <laughs> yeah it'll be AEW. you know i mean he could he's almost 40 right he's pretty close to pushing 40 i'm pretty sure so he's, I mean, yeah, he's, he a, still wants, he's in his uh, late he's in his late thirties. No, what I'm saying is he doesn't have a lot of time match. left. So maybe he should spend some time on the video game, not time in the ring, and get his, his self feeling better. He still wants a WrestleMania you match. You know, I, maybe, but I, even if he doesn't like, he's had at one. This point, it's in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> at this point, like you know what I mean. If seven he doesn't stars. get it, then he needs to slow down because he's going to be broken and be like Lex Luger. Seven stars against Okada or fucking uh, Dynamite Kid. I don't know what the fuck seven stars means. But. I don't know. Dave Meltzer makes up <laughs> shit now. <laughs> Actually, Dave, I'm pretty sure Dave Meltzer gave the fucking street fight like five stars. Yeah, it, it, Dave Meltzer is very high on this. I've seen that. Like everything is four and a half and five and a half stars. It was it was a really good main event, though, I thought. For, I don't know. I, it was I, good. I was kind of like, because the... Overall, you guys, you guys didn't get to lick my salty tears. <laughs> no, you didn't. But as soon as I said, good for you, Bernie. I was yeah, exhausted I <laughs> by the time it came on, and I was like, oh, every one of these shits has gone like 10 minutes too fucking long. I also like the Jackson's little nod of, just, just do it. I tell you what, I did like Hank Yeah, was that they kicking Kenny Omega out, I thought? Uh, no, they are just disappointed in him, so they didn't help I him. Guess. Well, no, it's just the, they accepted Hangman's apology. Hey, even though they still, don't want to be, they still don't want to be Hangman's friend, though. They're still heels. They just accepted his apology and didn't help. Yeah, you. they're 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 heels for now. Sorry, Kenny, we can just be heels, not well, shit I mean, heels. That was the I mean that was the seed that was planted on dynamite. They 
Which kind of kept it going. That's stupid. It's like, oh, keep it back. He's go, I will. No, I was talking to the Bucks. Not uh. stupid. That was dumb. It ruined their characters even more than they already ruined them themselves. <laughs> Fucking, it, it, or not, or just heels, not shit heels. <laughs> no. It's either shit heels or nothing, man. There's no fucking sorry, Kenny. We're not helping you tonight, man. Adam well, uh, said he was sorry. But you know what was cool? And one thing I really did like about uh, the main event was before Hangman came out, he was in the fucking uh, that, empty streets of Minnesota. Uh, yeah. Riding, many, many riding, apples, a, riding a horse. <laughs> and a fucking tumbleweed came blowing by. Cowboy shit. Cowboy <laughs> shit. Cowboy shit. And it's all about that cowboy shit. It showed shit. the Dark Order running like a pack of bulls. We're running to the fucking, you know what I mean? And that's how I took it, like a group of bulls are running, you just, know? Just to let you guys all know, too, that Kenny so Omega is now the first person to officially kick out of his own finishing move. They, uh, you said that in the middle of the He did, too. That was one of the first things well, he said. Well, besides Kota Ibushi, Kota Ibushi also kicked out of the one-winged angel. That, that's because fucking he didn't give the fucking move himself. Now, see, that's why the Rock or Stone Cold kicked out of the first stunner that the Rock gave him, because it wasn't Stone Cold. <laughs> it wasn't the Stone Cold. It was the Rock it. giving it to him, yeah. yeah. Different technique, exactly. trained differently, landed differently, kicked differently, everything. But he got he got himself two buckshot lariats, <laughs> yeah. and then a one, two, and a three, and we got a brand new AEW World Champion. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know, know how to feel. I think they're gonna waste them, man. Still not convinced yet. Like I said, I got to see how this run goes, and I'll tell you. Right so now, they're just gonna wait for Daniel Bryan to run through the Dark Order, even though he's the number one contender. And you don't and, put that shit on free TV. And then Adam yeah, Page yeah, is just yeah, not going to wrestle for a long time. Put it in no. there in December you, you, when they moved to TBS. That's your you big match for the first time no, in TBS. You, you build Hangman and Danielson all the way until fucking Revolution. That's too long. No, it's not. You can do. There's not even enough members of the Dark Order for him to beat up that long. Yeah, there is. Be fucking it's mad tag team. Are they going to put the child in there we're, and have Daniel beat at, up the child? We're, we're at the end of November. There you go. It's the first of February. You want to get him over as a heel? Have that little boy come in with one of them yes shirts on like he wants to fucking, I was friends with your C- dad and blah, C- blah, C- blah. Can do it. Daniel Bryan takes him down and fucking oh, bro- taps him out. Brody Lee Jr. Bro, that'd be sweet. And have the, all the Dark Order fired up and it'd make them make sense again. Old, old school CM Punk could have done that. He's probably still do it now. <laughs> probably give him a GTS. I can see. Come on, kid. You want to get a GTS? Him, I'd let him do it to me if I was that kid's him age. Him dumping Paul or uh, fucking uh, Paul Bear's ashes and like rubbing it in shit. That was the most savage shit I ever seen in my life. It was terrible. That, that's Jay Cargill's move. No, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> it's all stolen. Everybody steals from steel from different wrestlers from back in the day. Oh, I know. But, uh,. Just so everybody knows, November 17th, 2021, will always now be forever known as National Cowboy Shit Day. <laughs> so November 17th every year is now Cowboy Shit Day. Hmm. That was the anniversary of the tornado I was through. Well, you can just... Cowboy Shit Day. You can just think of good stuff now. The Cowboy Shit Cowboy Day. Cowboy Shit that day, too. No, you didn't get a lasso and try to rope the fucking tornado. Uh, stole a tractor and fucking... <laughs> That's cowboy shit. Shit had to get done. Nobody was coming. It would have been better if you stole like a fucking horse. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I don't know. Danielson and uh, uh, Hangman, the opening segment of uh, Dynamite, they're starting to build a great story if they just keep it going. They keep Dark Order out, it would be a lot better. Well, I can't help that. I'm not Tony fucking Khan, am I? No, but, you know, I should be. All right. Uh John I, Sil- I love Silver and DB. I don't. I like love. I love. Monster. I love the the little nips they took at each other. Like, 
He when he's like, I'm just a little disappointed that it's not Kenny Omega holding that belt. He goes, Well, and it's not Kenny Omega because I kicked his ass and it didn't. Yeah. And didn't guess what? Me. I did it in under 30 minutes. And then Brian Danielson goes, Well, you're sitting here wearing your uh, jet, this jacket and jeans. And he goes, You remember when I won the world title at WrestleMania? I wrestled the next night. <laughs> People didn't started I? booing as soon as he said WrestleMania, instantly started booing. Yeah. <laughs> Shit was great. <laughs> and then of course Hangman's like I can go change now I I'm down for a fight You could see Brian almost wanting to laugh When he did that shit because he knew people were going to start Booing immediately like he knew like I, I got him right in the palm of my hand already and all I had to do Was say <laughs> Wrestlemania You didn't wrestle at Wrestlemania get out of here Well from the from the three or four AEW shows I've been to as soon as you mention AEW Everybody starts booing it's you mean, like You mean WWE Whatever I don't remember what I said <laughs> but yeah as soon as you mentioned them yeah it's people booed when you mentioned AEW at a show i would WWE. call it wcw okay w wwe so <laughs> whatever i don't know I'm... a couple beers deep it's fine bro <laughs> yeah we are not we, we motherfucker ronnie when it comes to pass out time <laughs> <laughs> just the comic relief this week <laughs> all right so that was the that was the pay per view, right? Now we're into dynamite and, and the opening segment of dynamite. No, they had a little neat uh, thing where they weren't going to fight, and then they started chanting, "Let them fight, let them fight," and everybody kind of had to back off of them so they could start fighting again. Because I, I think they were going to end the segment, and then everybody was like, "Let them fight," and then everybody yeah, was like, it, "Well, actually, we better back up and let them fight a little bit more." At least it makes sense having the dark order, like people that could actually stop both of them no, it makes sense for the dark when, order to hold daniel bryan down while well, hangman punches him in the fucking face well no i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying it makes sense to have those people to actually stop them because what eddie kingston and cm punk for the last two weeks you see ruby soho get in between them i mean someone's got it's like it. it's, it's like Ru see, what ruby ain't gonna stop to either one of them like <laughs> dark order starts trying to hold daniel bryan back or bryan danielson back and it was hangman. weird they're like playing security and it was like it would have made sense if if like Brian was beating them up the whole time instead of like just trying to escape from him. like I don't want to beat you guys up because I'm not really that mad at you I just want to beat up Hangman so I'm just gonna pie face you a little bit I'm ready for a fucking like we should have started kicking them in the head to get ultimate heat immediately just start laying waste all of them with mad kicks I'm ready for an American Dragon heel and then Hangman could have fucking it's coming Hangman could have jumped him from behind with the fucking buckshot or something or right when he did the flip Brian could have rolled out of the ring and been like ha 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 I'm Brian Danielson smarter than that. But they did it well, real dumb got and tried to turn Dark dark Order into a security We got a match team. between Evil Uno and Brian Danielson. No, Well, that night you had him and... Uh, I just said Evil Uno. Was it that night that they wrestled? I thought yeah, he, it was, no, right, that was Friday. Right Friday, Friday, Friday he wrestled Cabana, my bad. No. He's, 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 rest, he's, he. he's wrestling Colt Cabana this coming Wednesday night. I thought oh, it was last Friday. In Chicago. My day's fucked up, man. <laughs> Mine too. Watch everything on repeat. <laughs> Pretty much, it's all like repeat anymore. Be like, I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad we're all SmackDown and Raw. They basically run the same storylines. AEWs are different. That's how I got the difference between all of them. Well, Brian Danielson ran through Evil Uno. Now he's just going to run through the rest of the Dark Order on his way to Hangman. Everyone runs through Evil Uno, though. Well, that's because Evil Uno's a good person to get people over. Right. I guess he'd be a better announcer than the next Kurt caliber. I feel disease. like. No, he ain't that good of a wrestler. <laughs> And then the next match, you had uh, the Chaos Faction, since Orange Cassidy and Best Friends are part of Chaos. Sure. That's and they, br they brought over 
Tamahiro Ishii. No, it's just Tamahiro Ishii. You don't pronounce both eyes in his name. <laughs> Against uh, the Butcher and the Blade. Continuing the uh, Hardy family office bullshit. Keep going with Orange Cassidy. Boo is what I say to all of it. Orange Cassidy. So we got we got to see we got I to just, see another Forbidden Door crossover with the six time never open weight champion. I just didn't care Tamahiro about it, Ishii. I like the I like Ishii. It was a he good match, but I don't understand the story. What's so up, Ishii? <laughs> you Chinese now? You know I what? think Ishii, Ishii or Ishii is the Ultimo Dragon of AEW. He's only had one match. You don't know if he's the Ultimate Dragon, Ultimo Dragon. Is he Ishii, signed or Ishii? is he just here for one match though? That's no, we're we're commenting on his name. It's Tamahiro Ishii. Yeah, I know. And like the entire time, sometimes they call him Tamahiro Ishii, and the other times they just called him Ishii. They couldn't decide what the fuck they wanted to call him. <laughs> Kind of like Ultima Warrior. Yeah, but Ultima Dragon. Yeah, I guess. Excalibur <laughs> does that shit, though. I think JR was doing That's what I was going to say. I think JR's drunk most of the time. So. <laughs> well, I'm drunk half the time, too. So it's okay. The be- or Chaos ended up beating. So it's okay. It's like okay. Orange. I don't like Orange Cassidy. Well, we know and if he didn't put his hands in his pockets, you'd love him. He would. He's the next Hulk Hogan, bro. Shut your mouth. I think if Clint would stop talking, I might fucking get a chance to. But then I watch one of his matches. I'm like, no. Clint's just trying to piss me off. No, man. That's what what we do. He's He's Santino Morella. You don't see in the crowd. You look in the crowd, you see fucking little orange casties for miles. You see little fucking. Like little Hulksters. Cobra! At All Out, all he had to do (laughs) was look for the big motherfucker wearing orange casties because that was me. Yeah, like I said, and then like the little Hulksters. Oh, I like Orange Cassidy. I do like Orange Cassidy. The kid probably likes him, don't he? Who? No, he don't like him. You probably don't even show him Orange Cassidy. You probably change the channel. No, nah, we watched it. He don't like him at all, though. I bet he changes the channel. Actually, I don't, neither one of my kids really care for Orange Cassidy either, but every time I wear the shirt, my kids are like, Dad likes Orange Cassidy. I'm like, yeah, and you guys like Darby Allen. Shut up. He's got that on him. <laughs> I'm like, you also like Drew McIntyre. So. Darby Allen's grown on me. I'm the tooth of the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> I made it myself. <laughs> All right, uh, we had another match in the TBS Championship. It was a quarterfinal between Hikaru Ishida and Nyla Rose. You over there taking selfies? Are you? Yeah, I am. All right. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I do. With the mustache. Uh, Nyla That's Rose. A good mustache. <laughs> Yeah, but did it make the Democrat? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's got something because his shit was in the Democrat. That don't mean nothing. Hey, my Bullet Club jacket made he ain't the Democrat, even, He's too, too scared to put his shit on Facebook, but he'll put it on Democrat. <laughs> well, it's because I made managers take pictures for the faces with places. I've been in the Democrat for County Margaret before. That don't mean that jack shit. All, all mustache, the motherfuckers are going to do. Has your mustache were, been? Were, nah. you, were you wearing a Bullet Club jacket? Because I was. No, nah, I was on my way to lunch, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to get the fuck out of there, and they stopped me and said, you got to take this picture. I said, why? Because they said, you're the only manager here right now. I said, okay. Okay. But like, can I do the... I had to reach into the Christmas bag and pull out two names for the... I don't know, they did something in town, some kind of giveaway. And I pulled out the two names that they gave the shit to. One of them was Mrs. Yetter on top of the hill, and I can't remember who the <laughs> no, other No, I'm pretty was. sure it was Hikaru Nishida and Nyla Rose. No, it wasn't them. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Uh, Serena Deeb cost uh, Sheeta the match, so Nyla Rose moves on to the uh, semifinals. They should never let Nyla Rose cut a promo, by the way. That's why she's got Vicky Guerrero. 
She's just not a promo cutter. That's all. It's bad when she cuts promos. <clears throat> and then me, moving on. Me and Angie was watching this, and she is not a big Nyla Rose fan. A lot of people aren't a big Nyla Rose fan. She kind of reminds me of Nia Jax a little bit. I don't know why. <laughs> she just does. Dante Martin, Leo Rush against the Acclaim. Best match on the fucking of the night. I feel like for Dynamite that night that week this week. You saying that's better than Sammy and Jay? Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. I do. I'll agree really? with you. I just want to see what you were gonna say. I do. I don't know, man. I just I do as, as good as that match was, man. I feel like Leo hey, over, and Dante. Hey, I'm, over that fucking. I'm still thinking about Leo and Dante, and more than I am fucking Jay and fucking that shit back and forth was Sammy. killed it for me. Like Jay and Sammy was a really good match. I'm not gonna lie, man. But I don't know, man. That I really like the acclaim a lot, and Leo is. I'm. I've always been pretty big on him. I'm saying that whole diagonal running off the bouncing ropes, like I like that shit. No, that shit was trash, dog. No way. It's just he's he's faster, quick, quick with it. It's like not fighting. It's dancing. What do you think wrestling is? Uh, simulated fighting, not fucking a fucking dance, bro, no, dog. And a lot not... of the wrestlers that have, I've even heard wrestlers herself say it's like you're in a ring with a dance partner. I understand that, dance. but they try to like make it simulate like UFC or anything like that. But you you, you don't like it was like fucking like two and a half minutes long. It was fucking trash. I thought trash. It was, I liked it. It's a good match. Dante Martin, he's the shit. I mean, he looks like he's twelve, but yeah. He lo- he looks like he's been abused most of the time. He looks like a like he like he's the same color as like the inside of a dog's nose, that pink color. <laughs> and he just looks like the he just looks like a sad puppy that's like a twelve year old that's like, Oh, can't wait for my brother to be back. Like, I'm sure he can't wait for his brother <laughs> to be back, even though I think he's the more talented of the two. I've only seen his brother just a couple of times, but to me it seems like but the, the, Leo, they, they, they say Leo it's because he and Leo Rush is better than his brother. They say it's because Dante Martin's always wrestled with a mask until he got to AEW and he doesn't know how to do facial expressions when he's wrestling because he's always been underneath a mask. So they say that's kind of why he tries to like hide his face or look down a lot. But to me, it looks like it's like also he's, it's also because he's only nineteen like, years old. Looks to me like Leo Rush is Suge Knight. And he's Snoop Dogg in the background of the old <laughs> interviews, like staring so he don't get beat up for saying the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Leo Rush I is fast, but I did I did I like, like I did like the rap though. When he, the, he's all like, "Yo, yo, listen!" He's like, "Leo Rush was better as a manager." <laughs> yeah. He said a couple things. I don't remember what they were, but yeah, that's me, all I can remember. Had me laughing pretty good and shit. Whenever, whenever yeah. he does this shit, most of the time, whenever he has a rap, I like it a lot. The first night we watched a pay per view over here, we didn't know who the fuck he was, and he came out and, and rapped, and we were all like, "Who's this motherfucker?" <laughs> and he was rapping about Bernie exactly. Madoff and people like that, and we were like, "Oh shit, this motherfucker!" <laughs> and actually, we have MJF to thank for the acclaimed. He brought them both over. I don't like the other guy that doesn't rap. M- MJF has like, actually brought a lot of the talent to not, AEW. Yeah, he's like a, uh, Anthony Bones. Yeah, I like him. I don't like he carries the boombox. He's got a stupid mustache, and then he not, and then he does the. <laughs> you got a you got a stupid mustache. AEW. <laughs> he does this, and the other guy does this. And they the acclaim. They finger scissors each other. Shit makes me laugh. The acclaim half has the ti- arrived. Half the time he doesn't get it out because when he starts to do it, most of the time someone will run in and jump him before he gets it out. But here lately he's been getting it out and shit. So I like Anthony Bones. He put on a really good match like, against fucking Brian the other night too. So fuck like, you. Like like a year Mediocre from match. like a year from now, I can see those guys holding the championships. Tag team titles? Yeah. Oh for sure. Especially if he keeps up with the rap shit. He changes his gimmick around, quits doing that shit. They'll probably 
they'll probably break them up or something. If they don't break them up, just because like like they are what private party was supposed to originally be, but then they're like private party kind of sucks, so we're just gonna go with the incline. No fucking private party was supposed to be the dudes from WWE, and then the dudes from WWE were doing it better, so they kind of ruined their shit before they got started. What dudes from WWE? What the fuck are you talking you know about? I'm talking about the street street profits. Oh, the profits. street. Yeah. Oh, and we want the smoke. <laughs> yeah. the talented, so so, so does Matt Riddle. Talented one's a skinny one. Montez Ford. Yeah, he's gonna be around in twenty years. The other one will not. I don't not D'Angelo Dawkins. No, WWE's gonna be around in twenty years. The best. Okay. <laughs> if if WWE is not around twenty years from now, I don't think we have another wrestling organization. Because if the biggest wrestling organization <laughs> in the world fails, <laughs> wrestling's nothing. <laughs> Our entire lives. WWE or WWF has been the biggest wrestling organization in the world besides 82 weeks. <laughs> 83. Uh, they, uh, well, I mean, that last week's debatable because <laughs> yeah, everyone switched Bish- over. Bischoff told him about mankind winning the title. Right, so, right. well, he had, he had TS fucking push that line out there, <laughs> but you know, he, it was his, his, his idea. But hey everybody! You don't need to watch W or Monday Night Raw tonight. Mick Foley wins the title. Fuck that! I'm turning it over now. <laughs> that was also wasn't that also the finger poke of fucking doom? Yep. Yep. Same, I same definitely night. turned over that night. Same, Fuck that show. Same week. Yeah. I thought that shit was a stroke of genius. Yeah. Well, I mean, well that's your problem. We even redid it, and, uh, and you also like NXT 2.0. So. <laughs> I've it's NXT watched. dumpster fire. I'm good watch good thing you're not in charge of a wrestling organization, dude. I've never seen an episode of it. <laughs> the new XT? No. I haven't missed an episode yet. <laughs> I've seen the first one. It, it's it's my... Uh, so what, I was curious what Brown Breaker looked like. Don't seem like the crowd does anything unless what, he comes out. What do you guys call that? Uh, guilty pleasure? Yeah. <laughs> NXT 2.0 is my guilty pleasure. He's. I think Brown Breaker is the only person who's really... like. like dude, I love, Tony, I love Tony D'Angelo. It, like, <laughs> That's what you were saying. Though. I love that dude. Oh, uh, we also he's a fucking say, sh- he's a fucking shitbag heel too. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> at, at the end of that Leo Rush uh, Dante Martin match, FTR and them came out and cut a promo because they've been trying to recruit Dante Martin. Oh yeah, yeah. And, no, that, uh, that's ta- Team Taz, not FTR. Oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, and I keep thinking the FTW Championship. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, FT, but... FT everything. It's dumb. Uh, and then. Uh, you gotta say fuck though. They they tried to say fuck the world. They tried to say, look how good Will Hobbs's career's gone since he joined us. And Will Hobbs is like, yeah. And it's like you ain't wrestled in like fucking four weeks, homie. And the last time you wrestled, you lost to CM Punk, and you lost to Christian before that. Like, how has your career gone? Other than uh, other, you other than a uh, heel turn, other than a heel turn on John Moxley, got, he hasn't done anything he's in got his career. Sweet airbrush bibs. That's more than uh, Dante Martin's had. No, Dante Martin's been winning tag team matches, and he's he's had actually had quite a few matches in AEW. Not a match with CM Punk and Christian, though. That's high profile. Ah, he's been at least winning matches and putting on good ass show, though. <laughs> I think Dante Martin needs a new finishing move, though. The whole top rope moonsault for a pin. Whatever, not, Seth not Rollins. Really, not really working. Does the little thing where he jumps off the fucking top rope and does he does the curb stomp now. AJ Styles jumps off the top rope and does a fucking elbow drop. That's thing, the dude. phenomenal forearm. Okay. It's so phenomenal it fucking gets you for the three count. It does. It's like, don't super, want him to it's, like the super, it's like the Superman They're punch. They're scared he's going to paralyze somebody with the Styles Clash. That's why. Well, no, that's the mojo. Well, he ain't been back since he lost the title. <laughs> Actually, I think Riddle's the last one to take a Styles Clash. So, Riddle took a Styles? Or a style, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he ain't scared, bro. Half them guys are scared. 
<laughs> you do that to me, man. You just gotta put your head up. That's because Riddle wants. That's because Riddle wants to smoke. Yeah, he does. He was he was hanging out with the street profits on Monday Night Raw this week. Makes sense. All right, Sammy Guevara and Jay Lethal, TNT Championship. I still think that belt looks fucking really weird on Sammy. Like I wanted him to win it, but now that I see it on him, I'm like, I I don't like this belt on Sammy. It was a really good match, uh, but Jay has a lot of. uh, He's got a lot of his other personas, like. All rolled into one. When he did the fucking, uh, when he was going to do the figure four, I thought that shit was fucking funny. Right. He did, kind of did a Ric Flair thing when he started to do it for a second. I thought that was cool. I liked at the end that they did the uh, Ring of Honor handshake. Yeah. So. <clears throat> it was a good match. I honestly wish that uh, yeah, it was. Jay Lethal would have upset him. It was, me too. I thought that's what was going to happen. Because like I said, I feel like Sammy's one of them guys that doesn't need a title. And they, they haven't really been featuring him. I, like, you the know. thing is, I don't think there's ever going to be a person that just comes in and wins the TNT title. They've held all these open challenges. I just don't think they're going to do I don't think Tony's going to let somebody just do that. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to be the exception to the rule. It would have to be, like I said, it'd have to be like a CM Punk type of name to come in, though. It ain't just going to be an Brock asshole. Brock come in. Like, nah, I can, like, I can see like a moose coming <laughs> that, in. That, that'll be next year. All all you know what I mean? Someone like that. or The, be- the Beast is all elite. Or like a Sexton <laughs> Hardcastle. You know what I'm saying? No, fuck Sexton Hardcastle. I need to see if that shirt's back in my size yet. <laughs> You've got to wear that to the Rumble if you get one. Oh, I am. If not, I'm wearing fucking uh, Isaac Yankum. I got that one. Should we start a CM Punk chant while we're there? I ain't getting kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna? Well, he's getting kicked out for smuggling a marker under his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> I would laughed my ass off if we didn't get no post poster board in or nothing. But they were checking you on the way in, and they found a marker underneath. They were like, "What are you gonna do with this? You don't got no poster board." And, well, I was gonna write on my chest. <laughs> but what if you didn't get on camera? Be like, I decided. I decided I needed it. They give me a sweet ass mustache. You go, go in the bathroom and get just the longest fuck. Get a whole roll of toilet paper and just start writing on it as you run no, and then have it all the way around the they're, arena. They're let, They'd be forced to show it on let, camera. They're letting. Yeah. They're letting cardboard so cool. into <laughs> events. No, you put. Oh, you didn't know. Your ass better to call somebody. <laughs> All the way around the arena on one piece of toilet paper. They'd be forced to show it. All right, Sammy Guevara left as TNT champion. There, ass man. You're the one that keeps talking <laughs> about Billy Gunn. I talked about the new age outlaw. Ass man. <laughs> that is good theme music. You gotta admit. We're not really gay. love to love them. <laughs> love to pick them. Eric Bischoff, all along. I'm not going to go any Ladies and gentlemen, anymore. boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, diet, <laughs> Rampage. Started with Darby Allen and Billy Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> how weird. It's, how does he get to keep his name? Is it because he has two ends on the end That's of it instead name. of one? He's, what, you think no, he's it ain't his kid? real fucking name. Because be Vin, Vince didn't copyright that shit 20 years ago. He wasn't ago. allowed to use it in TNA, though. You think he's gonna go by Kip Sop? He wasn't like I said. He wasn't allowed to use it in TNA, so maybe I guess at yeah, some point he, he copyrighted it and bought it because he wasn't allowed to use it then. But his he is name now. was Kip Sop and then Kip James. So was, I mean, unless Vince is secretly funding Vin, AEW. No, Vince. Vince <laughs> let that Vince let that co- or trademark expire. Well, there's two ends I noticed on the end of it now, so I just wondered if he just added an end and trademarked it, and so that way it could be Billy Gunn with two. Well, there's ends always two ends on it. I thought it was one end because he had the badass. I honestly didn't think he probably honestly didn't think that Billy Gunn's gonna be wrestling at fifty eight years fucking old. <laughs> Why not? Look how good a shape the motherfucker's in. 
<laughs> he wasn't yeah. going to be wrestling for Vince at 58 years old. Well, right? not for Vince because Vince don't give a shit about his. Those are old horses. Put a bull like, in them, but he could still. Well, yeah, put, I guarantee I mean, you put AJ, Billy Gunn in there right now, and he can outwrestle Roman Reigns. AJ's 45 right now. AJ's about to go, probably be going out the door. He's uh, Billy Gunn's kind of showing his age though. I mean, he's still fucking stacked and everything, but you can tell he ain't the same. Billy I bet Gunn. he could. I bet him and Roman Reigns in a match, and he's gonna look better every time. <laughs> Just speaking of ages, though, you know who's the oldest woman on the roster right now? Yeah, one of the Japanese wrestlers. No, <laughs> it's uh, it's not one that you like, would actually think of. Usually, they're like sixty-two and look like twenty. So. No. Oh, oh no, it's fucking uh, WWE. Tamina. No, Shayna Baszler is forty-something yeah, like, years she's old. She's like forty-six. Really? Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Shayna Baszler so is the really oldest. Is a receding hairline. She's talked about it on a couple podcasts she's been on, but yeah. She's like she's like forty two, I think. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's the oldest woman on the or woman on the roster. Kind of changes my mind. Maybe she does need to get over. <laughs> get the fuck. She might out never of have here. a good. She ain't going to. The bad part is Natty's. <laughs> she went on live TV and said, "I'm like gonna rip the age. shit out of you," really? and said, "I will not yeah. apologize." She said, "What?" She told Becky Lynch, "I'm gonna rip the shit out of you on live TV on Monday oh. Night Raw when it's not allowed," and then told Vince, "I won't apologize for it." She'll never be over, dog. And then <laughs> Becky Lynch on Monday Night Raw this week told. Charlotte, that she's going to beat the living piss out of her. And it's different now. That was like three years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, no. Okay. You guys don't get that because you don't watch it, but okay. Darby Allen, Billy Gunn. You guys don't watch WWE. You just fucking listen no. to me talk about it. <laughs> you watch ups and downs. Right. That's what you're going to say. I don't like the guy that does ups and downs. I periodically watch the ups and downs. You don't like Simon Miller? Simon get the great. fuck out. I yep. don't. I mean, I, I get. I like his style and everything, but I can't understand him. I don't like British That's because he's he, British. He just told I you to get out of my house. I like... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Simon Miller's Go home. Gr- Simon Miller's great. I know. I, the, guy I, that do, the guy that does up and downs for fucking NXT is god-awful. I enjoy his energy, but I can't understand a word he's saying. That's part of it. That's what makes it good. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck did he just say? I don't know, but it was good. All right, okay, we're done with Darby and Billy. Billy beat the fuck, or Darby, Darby beat Billy, and then the Gun Club beat the fuck out of Darby and Sting. It was a decent little back and forth for a minute, though. The match was. You want to you want to help build the Gun Club? You put them up against the Icon. Well, they say they protected the, the kids. and the up and coming Icon. They protected the kids as uh, uh, his son's a uh, uh, singles uh, fucking what do you call it? Their record. Record, record. Yeah, they never actually uh, lost in uh, AEW. By having Billy Gunn wrestle Darby and lose. They also to him. had him say some stupid ass shit as he was both, walking off. Both of them as a tag team. Then he say like cockadoodle do or some <laughs> dumb shit yeah, like that. Yeah, something ignorant. One of the Gunn sons is not going to go in the best way. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday night at Trivia, when the host was going out the door, making new plays on my team, she's like, see you later, alligator. And we all look at her and we're like, did you really just fucking say that? <laughs> and, and then we gave her shit for a minute or two. So then. It's going to be an ongoing joke <laughs> she said with, with her, but uh, she was going out the door, and she's like, all right, I guess I'm going to say it to get it away now. And she's like, see you later, alligator. And I look at her, and I'm like, check you later. <laughs> From fucking uh, days, thank you for you. She said, check you later, check you later. What? Slater, what do you, <laughs> why do you keep doing that, man? You're never going to get laid doing that. <laughs> I'll just wait to get to college, man. I'm going to be banging chicks left and right. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, QT Marshall called out CM Punk for yeah, Chicago because he's fucking MJF's other little lackey. MJ, why is QT Marshall? Uh, because man, they're they're both high class. They hang out. They like to have some beers. I thought QT was like Tony Mamaluke. 
What the fuck is Tony Marmaluke? He wants to be. You mean Tony Soprano? Yeah. Yeah, he had the. No, that's Tony D'Angelo. Nightmare Factory and fucking. Oh, uh, I, I, they were then calling I thought, him. And I thought they were buddies with Cody Rhodes. Anyways. Oh, the storylines change, man. Yeah, man. You got to keep up. Yeah. MJF is at the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah and Q- it out and TR QT is. likes to hang out with. Andrade MJF. hangs out with Malachi Black. Doesn't make sense. They're it's like weird. Batman villains. It's weird. It's like Batman villains. You know, I said strange bedfellows. I don't be, like it. Be either. like after the show. Sometimes we have a beer with CM Punk. Shit happens. I don't know. <laughs> strange bedfellows, man. I'm telling you. All I know is I want CM Punk's fucking Blackhawks jersey that says Punk on the back of it. I'd wear that shit. I rock it every day. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> the, moral, the moral of the story is we're going to get MJF and CM no, Punk. Once on Sunday during football season, I got to wear Matthew I'm Stafford. For, I'm waiting for that. I'm thinking MJF's going to beat him. Should it'll be? Should, oh I think yeah, he it'll be as his, well. It'll be CM Punk's first. It'll be a loss. good coming out party for MJF, MJF to beat a major player in the yeah, wrestling I game. I said MJF, and it'll also be a first loss for CM Punk, which will be a major one that could piss him off and potentially start some form of a storyline for him in some fashion, I guess. Because he'll want to beat MJF, and MJF's yep. also beaten Chris Jericho, right? Twice, three Twice. times, Twice. It's three times. So then now, fucking now he can and say, then goddamn Aubrey Edwards restarted the match. Now you can say that he beat, you know, gave CM Punk his first loss, and then maybe he wrestles him again, and MJF beats him again, and there you have another thing MJF can say. You, you got to give MJF whatever he wants so he doesn't go to now WWE. Say, I'm uh, the best in the world because I beat CM he's Punk. He's uh, going to be the one that starts the highest bidding war in 2024. Right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Now he can say I'm the best in the world because no. I beat CM Punk. It's his him. destiny it's to be, be Chris the champ, all that shit. You know what I mean? Actually, MJF can do it every Actually, in twi- MJF in all these stories. Actually, in twenty better. Actually, in twenty twenty four, it's going to be Mark Henry. Vince McMahon already said he wants him back in three yeah, years. He's try to get him back. Anyway, because it's time <laughs> for the main event. It's got to be why he wants him back. But now, yeah, it, dude, MJF and CM Punk's going to be awesome when it actually gets to it. Yeah, agreed. Jade Cargill, Red Velvet. Good match. Another quarter final TBS championship. Good match. By the way, uh, QT and or CM Punk accepted QT Marshall's call out. So this Wednesday night Chicago, in Chicago, yeah. we get a street fight between the two of them. Yep. So you know, Pinnacle's coming out somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the best friends or somebody whoever watches CM Punk's back will be around. He doesn't well. have anybody to watch his back. He's helped a couple people. Fucking, they're going to come out and help him. The weird dude with, with fucking uh, rainbow pants. He helped him. Rainbow pants. Yeah, remember he came out and saved him whenever fucking uh, he was getting beat up. Uh, and then uh, he's helped a couple people when they're getting beat up. So. Who the fuck wears rainbow pants? There's some guy, he's a jobber guy, was getting beat up in CM Punk. Oh, Anthony Green. Right, right. Rainbow when Bobby pants. Fish, was, when Bobby Fish was beating yeah, him fucking up. Fucking a. So that guy's got to pay him back with some help, right? Oh, how am I remembering that? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, See, I know what I'm talking about. Is this when Santini Morello was? That's serious? that's what's his name? Double double E. Uh, Glad Vlad- to be Vladimir here. Kozlov. Yeah. Jade uh, beat Red Velvet. Fuck yeah, she did. That's gonna be a TBS this champion. Santini Morello was legitimate. If she gets all the way up to the top and they fucking screw her over, I'm gonna be so mad. She needs to be a TBS champion. <laughs> well, you still got Ni- you still got Nyla Rose. You still got Thunder Rosa in the tournament. You still also got Ruby Soho. Thunder and Chris Rosa Statlander. can't be double champ. Who? Thunder Rosa can't be double champ. She loses to Britt Baker, then I could see her becoming TBS champ. But if she beats Britt Baker, then she's not yeah, going to be. Not, that's not going to happen before Unless, they move to TBS. Only way that Jade Cargill could lose then is if, would you say that's not going to happen before the TBS championship? 
The TBS championship will be decided on the first night on TBS, that's, January 5th. That'll be before her at Thunder Rosa. And because that's going to happen at Revolution in February. What about December 1st at Winter is Coming? That's December 15th. Oh, okay. Whatever. December 15th. So there's... They uh, got to they gotta start building that storyline right now. So could, Thunder Rosa is going to have to lose like instantly to build that storyline. Uh, could, they could have those two. But her. if you have Thunder Rosa lose, that's going to drop her down the ranking so right. she doesn't get to... Get, well, they could have her and Britt Baker wrestle at... Uh, December fifteenth at that mat, at that paper, TV coming. show and have Britt Baker lose the Thunder Rosa that night, and then they could have Britt Baker somehow try to get in the TBS Championship fucking thing. She replaces <laughs> she replaces Jamie Hader. Well, takes Thunder Rosa's place because now the Thunder she replaces Jamie Hader. <laughs> no, no, no. But now that Thunder Rosa's the T- the women's champion, she can't be in the TN- t- TBS champion. Why can't you? Why can't you hold both belts? I, why can't you? But you can't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why can't you hold it's both belts? Unwritten rule. You just can't do the shit. Oh, yeah, you can. No. Yeah? No. Everyone always gives one up. They Becky, do. Becky Lynch that can. It's different. <laughs> Fucking. That's Becky two belts. So what's going to happen then is Britt Baker will weasel her way in a TBS, and then her and Jade Cargo could wrestle in the main event of whatever for that TBS title, which would be kind of cool, too. It'd be a sweet heel move for Britt Baker to pull, and a good way to get Jade Cargo over as a face. People are cheering her anyways. Britt Baker's already a heel. I know that, but even as oh, more, just make her more, more hated, yeah. And she seems like she likes it. I've seen her new toys got uh, different bloody heads you can put on it. <laughs> nice. I'm still not buying it. Somebody is. I, actually, maybe on the 23rd you could buy it because it's 30% off unrivaled uh, on ProWrestlingTees.com. They're pushing like six different Britt Baker dolls now. All right. And then the main event, you had Adam Cole and Bobby Fish going against Jurassic Express. Brent wasn't a big fan of this one. I wasn't, and I'll go on my rant in a minute, but I really got to pee. Uh, I thought it was a really good match. Um, I mean, it I wasn't like Bobby Fish, but there wasn't a whole lot of. I mean, they didn't. There wasn't a bunch of shit going on on the outside of the ring to keep people from. You know, it was just a straight up tag team match. Uh, I don't know what he didn't like, but I was athletic. He don't like that he turned on him. He didn't turn on him. He just left him. Left behind. him in the ring. Well, what the mean... fuck? That shit happens. <laughs> the young one, one of the young tight. bucks has left one of the other young bucks before Kenny Omega's left the young bucks behind before Damn, he got beat up and things. That's not a good example. That's no. We're just trying to shit on Adam Cole because we don't like Adam Cole over here. <laughs> it's not. It's something that happens every single fucking time. And the only thing that not nah, nah, never that happened keeps, in the undisputed era. Oh fuck, it didn't. Fucking only time. The only time that shit didn't happen. In the undisputed era was in the small window that they were good guys because Pat McAfee. Other than that, yeah, it happened more than one time. He, they left on the regular, Kyle Riley got left behind a few times. Roderick Strong got left behind more than one time, and I know Bobby Fish been left behind more than twice. That shit wasn't nothing. They're just trying to show that the the fact that these guys are still a group and he's not a part of it yet. So he's not someone we need to how, put how a lot of attention on. The to fucking save. match. Like, Christian Cage came out to chase around the Young Bucks when they came out, and then Adam Cole standing on the fucking stage with him mid-match. It's like, come on. Now, you're still in the goddamn match. Now, had, like I said, had Christian given Bobby Fish a concerto at the end of that match, and that could have led you in a storyline where he could be mad because they left him behind and he got the concerto. But they didn't do that shit, and he rolled out of the ring and walked off. But why, why are you going to let you, or why are you going to lose a tag team match so your record can be... More tainted. Yeah, he didn't lose. Bobby Fish did. You still get the W, or you still get he the L. He get pinned, though, and there's that argument right there, just like MJF with the fucking ring and all that bullshit. So, technically, in Adam Cole's mind, he ain't lost no match. Bobby Fish lost a match. Till you're pinned, you didn't lose. He didn't get pinned, did he? Or tap out. He left. Well, it's still fucking stupid that he went 
up and onto the stage with the he, Young Bucks. If he left a quarter of the way through the match, it means he quit. Obviously, he's not a part of the match anymore, so he didn't take the loss. Bobby Fish was in a handicap match at that point and lost on his own. Also, I think they wasted too much time on other shit earlier in the show and didn't give enough time to the main event. Yeah, they were, you could tell it was rushed a little bit at the end, other than when Bobby didn't. I thought he was going to tap out. Instead of tapping out, he crawled almost all the way to the end, and then fucking they had they him pulled him back. back. They could have. That was a kind of little unnecessary. I thought he could have just tapped out, but... Um, but yeah, I feel like it, it says a lot more that they didn't. If Adam Cole and the Young Bucks had just straight up left and left Bobby Fish out there to get beat up like that alone, and they weren't around or nothing, then I could see where you could, where you could be like, okay, he abandoned them completely, so there's gonna be something there. But they didn't. They stayed there like we were like Adam Cole kind of act like he was gonna try to go to the ring, and then they was like on both sides, and Christian had the chair, and he was like, well, I'm not getting hit by that chair. So you know, you wouldn't get Christian. hit by a chair, would you? If I was in the ring getting someone, someone Christian wasn't chair. Christian yeah. wasn't going to so, hit him with the fucking chair because yeah, he's, he he's the good guy. He's and not, not going to cost that, him the match. Not only that, but Adam Cole's already had one concerto, and they tried to play off of it like he had head problems in that one match when he was tripping and falling and shit. So he's scared of Christian with the chair is what we're basically yeah, but, getting at. He ain't going to go nowhere with Christian with that chair. But I Christian, don't. Christian is a face. He isn't going to fucking hit him with the chair yeah. when the match is going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure he would. AEW is that wild card. Remember, it ain't WWE. Fucking... Miro's got the fucking hurt neck, and he don't like getting DDT'd. Adam Cole's scared of the fucking concerto, man. He ain't fucking with it. It's I feel like it's completely understandable what happened. Well, I, don't, I don't think I, actually last week didn't he just call it the chair shot because Sexton Hardcastle isn't in AEW yet. I think it's gonna be like one of them deals where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, new kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I hope Bobby Fish. I hope everybody else comes over and Bobby Fish leads them against him. No, I don't think that'll happen. I think it's gonna be a, a fucking a split with the Bucks and fucking Adam Cole at some point because Kenny Omega when he cut that promo about you guys holding down the fort or whatever Adam Cole's like totally got it man he's like well actually I, I meant the Bucks not right. you so much oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just ready for Kevin Steen to show up and start giving people fucking stunners totally know what you meant bro waiting for you to leave so I can take I your think spot Kevin Owens is staying man if anything, if anything, uh, Kenny Omega is going to WWE maybe I mean he did call out the fact that he's been losing everything to Big E so <laughs> But at the same time, every time Big E gets ready to have a match, he comes out and goes, well, you know what? I'm stepping in for you tonight, E. So it's kind of his own fucking fault at the same time. <laughs> and it's a double double standard there. Well, it is Survivor Series weekend. So uh, I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'm just going to lead us right into the Indie Mud Show report. And now, the Indie Mud Show report. Impact's having a pay-per-view this weekend. Uh, turning point. Uh, Impact Plus. <laughs> it's going to start like maybe 45 minutes from now, probably. Uh, decent card, at least I think. Uh, starting from top to bottom, you got Finn Juice versus Decay. Uh, it's uh, Black Tarus and Crazy Steve. The other part of Decay is in the Women's Tag Team Championship match. That's actually the buy-in. Uh, you got Jordan Grace versus Chelsea Green for the social media championship. I know how much you love that title. <laughs> Jordan Grace. You guys like Chelsea Green, though. Jordan Grace a guy? No. Oh. Jordan Grace is... Uh, it's an intergender title-like thing. but It's an intergender, but it's two... Are chicks wrestle for it? Yeah, Chelsea Green won the number one contendership. Yeah, I mean, that's fun. You guys like Chelsea Green. I think she's talented when she's not injured. I like Jordan Grace more than I like Chelsea Green. Isn't Jordan Grace somebody's old lady? 
Jonathan Grisham from ROH. Oh, One of the other ones that will probably end up in <laughs> AEW. Chelsea Green. He's, uh, he's Jay oh, Lethal's. Right. He's Jay Lethal's tag team partner. I don't know if they're married. I think they're just dating, but yeah. What, Cordona and Green? Mm-hmm. They're engaged. Yeah. Then you got uh, Heath and Rhino taking on Violet by Design. Uh, Eric Young's return to pay-per-view, and it's going to be Joe Doring as his tag team partner. I don't know. They might let Eric Young get that dub because it's his first one back to pay-per-view. So that's how Impact usually does shit, you know what I mean? So I can't believe that Rhino and Heath are still a fucking tag team. Why not? Is, is Where else Rhino are they going to tag team at? He needs to follow his three-man band mates and fucking go on the indie scene he and needs get to go, real big and he, come back to WWE. He needs to go up into the the <laughs> fucking hills of the Himalayas and kill him a Wendigo <laughs> and come back down with the Wendigo, with the Wendigo skin. That way him and Heath, Heath can fucking level because Heath has the fucking the tooth fucking claw, fucking <laughs> to, tooth sword, you know? The sword that's from the tooth, made from the tooth of the Loch Ness Monster. Did you, yeah, where the fuck are you bringing Drew McIntyre into this other than the three, man, three man band? Yeah, yeah, him. And then Heath has the fucking the, Drew McIntyre still in WWE, right? And then Heath goes up Heath to the hills of Himalayas and he kills him a Wendigo and takes its fucking no, skin. No, Vince McMahon doesn't like him or his he, kids. He has comes back. He doesn't. Heath doesn't even Heath, have a last name anymore. Heath has the fucking sword and he has the Wendigo fucking coat. That, that, that was one of the best parts when Heath first showed up in Impact, and and he tried to get it into past security, and they're like, "Name?" He's like, "Heath." Heath, what? Well, I used to have a last name, but I can't use it no more. And <laughs> and um and then the one dude, he's the modern day Maharaja. He's already set up. Oh, Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Nobody cares so about see, Jinder Mahal. Then they can all be a group, and they can call themselves Iron Man Band, He Man. They could be like He Man, kind of. Because that's who Drew McIntyre reminds me of. He Man Band. Fucking. Yeah, He Man band. <laughs> All right, Brian Myers and uh, Rich Swan. Uh, I don't care I don't about Rich Brian Swan. Myers and he Rich locks Swan. his old ladies in closets. Lady and closets. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I don't care for Rich Swan. Brian Myers is Kurt Hawkins. Or his little ditty dance that he yeah, does. Yeah, I'm not big on Kurt Hawkins anymore either. Pied Piper dance. What's his name I now? like Kurt Hawkins. Brian Myers. His real name. He's the, prof- he's the real it's professional wrestler. Does he still have Whoa, his wait a minute. He calls himself the real professional wrestler. Now I hope Jay, I hope he loses the guy that locks his old age. And he, cheat, he cheats every match. Of course does he, he have does. that cane still? Is he on an indie losing streak? Like he was in WWE? <laughs> uh-huh. Is he really? Yeah. That's fucking Yeah, awesome. he's been losing for like two months now. <laughs> Way to keep that gimmick up, buddy. Uh, next, you got Morrissey and uh, Matt Cordona. He reached the top of the PWI 500 for the most losses ever. <laughs> like being the most popular guy by losing all the time. Do you think you could reach the top of the PWI 500 by losing all the time? You or, you dude, you can, put in a, you can put an imaginary person on the PWI 500. Right, I understand Jericho that. did that. <laughs> but that's why I was trying to tell you that the one week, there's totally fucking 500 wrestlers, women in the world that you could come up with. You could just start making... What, they're going, they're going to 250 next year, right? Yeah, they're trying to... The girls that run Jericho's podcast said that they would like to buy... And they said it on Bust Up. I think they're on the radio, too. They said in a couple of years they would like it to be up to 500. She said because they had to take it from 500 to 400 to 300 down to, they had to continue to scale it down. She said there really were that many women's wrestlers. That oh, yeah, there's a, there is a lot of them. So there are actually at least 500 women's wrestlers in the United States. So, All right, Morrissey and Matt Cordona. But I think we should make somebody up. I kind of hope Morrissey dominates. I honestly think, I honestly think whoever wins this match will be the number one contender. To Moose at the next Impact Plus pay per view. Uh, it's probably going to be Matt Cordona. Me, first me and Luke. Maybe. 
me and Lucas were talking about this earlier. Like tonight, it's in the main event. It's Moose and Eddie Edwards. Moose yeah. re- Moose retains the title. The winner of Cordona and Morrissey will then become the new number one contender because those are the other two <laughs> that are having beef with Moose, who will also lose at the next Impact Plus pay per view unless Shamrock comes back, which leads into Turning Point that or not Turning Point, which leads into Hard to Kill in January, which is one of their big four. Are these fucking and that's where Josh Steven Seagal movies? That's <laughs> where Josh Alexander wins back his Impact Championship. This motherfucker thinks <laughs> he's okay got it all mapped that. out, doesn't I'm he? I'm okay with that. He thinks he's got it all mapped out. He's got me excited about Impact. I'm almost more excited about Impact than AEW. To be I think that they should let Morrissey win the match because they've been teasing the him and the Moose oh, shit he, for a while. He will, now. and I don't see why you would fucking why why would you drag it out any longer? What other pay per views do you have that are any bigger than fucking the ones that you make people actually pay for pay per view money for? What's the biggest one they got? The one we watched that one night, Slam- probably Slammiversary. Slammiversary, you're bound for glory. Are you gonna make everybody wait all the way to Slammiversary for that match? Because if you do, they're gonna lose interest in, if it takes that long. I wouldn't. I'd fucking at the next pay per view. I'd put him and Morrissey against each other and let Morrissey kick his fucking head off. You're gonna let Morrissey <laughs> kill Moose? Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. But not <laughs> not right now. You don't know that, Brent. Oh, I know that. I watch Impact. I'm waiting for him to get sober and get on the run again. And... Talking about Brent? No. Wow, oh, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I ain't, yeah. ain't <laughs> You talking about Scott Hall earlier? Uh, no, Morrissey. You're just hoping for him to come back to WWE so Enzo will come back. No, I don't care about that. Hey, shit. T- it's Saturday. Saturday is one of Brent's drinking days. Enzo's an MLW. Anyway. You know Brent's drinking days. I'm just saying. Tuesday, he's Wednesday, like he's Saturday. Like D- he depends function. on football on Sundays. He functions. <laughs> Who's, who functions? Scott Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you. He never hurt nobody. Besides himself. He never even hurt himself. And the guy he shot. <laughs> that guy, that's different. You're fitting in your life. I still hurt him. Ask Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Whoa, we went way left field on that one. I'm not guilty on all charges. You know, Innocent until proven guilty, and you ain't been. We don't talk about national current events. <laughs> Just did. did. Did you know Kyle Rittenhouse? He's from Illinois. That's all I care about. Illinois boy gets well, Illinois. Well, no, just, Illinois. No, do you pers- gets do you, another W? Here, here, here's <laughs> something that you should know in your life. Do you know him? And Scott Hall would say, "Score another one for the do, good guys." Do, do you know Rittenhouse? I don't need to. No, do you know him? I, I mean, if I no, I do not. Do you know the people that he, he killed? I can't know him now. Well, I'm no, I'm but I'm saying, did you, did, have you ever met them before either? No, but were, I know. were you on the jury? Uh, uh, no, they didn't. Show then that. it doesn't affect your fucking life. It doesn't matter. <sighs> All right, where are you? Where's he going with all that? I'm going to I'm going to Ace Austin and Chris Sabin's where I'm going. I'm gonna say fucking nas- national trials in America unless you fucking know the person or you're on the jury. They don't. It doesn't affect your life in any uh, way. Oh, for sure, they played it to the masses like OJ. And that didn't life. affect you either. Watch, there, there's going to be a Netflix documentary about this shit, and then Tom Holland's going to play yeah, him people, in the, in yeah, the fucking people, movie. People make money off this shit, but guess what? You didn't know any of them. It doesn't affect your daily Tom. life. So he's actually it did because that's all every motherfucker was talking about every place I went, and I go to a lot of places. It's like when the presidential campaign's going on, someone comes that up. That doesn't affect your life either. Oh, it does. <laughs> they come, You're a little peon. They Nothing come up that to me, happens here, matters. You want to know how I get through my day? And I'm probably giving away too many secrets right now. 
<laughs> people will come up to me and they'll be like, oh, such and such Trump and be talking real bad about him. And I'll just agree with them to get them to get the fuck away from me. And then someone will come up being like, oh, fucking such and such. Yeah, about. and you disagree with them. Keep then, going. Yep. Yep. I do too. I'm, I'm a fucking different party every time someone be, comes around the corner and says some different shit. Like, this, I'm, I hear you. Some like, bitches. Be like, this bitch gave me dirty looks. Yes, she did. Me too. Oh, fuck. Keep I it wear, going. I keep, wear my keep mask. It, keep it going. <laughs> I wear my mask. I don't know if stay away from me. <laughs> let's move on to fuck that mask i don't want it fuck it i'm out of here yeah let's move on to ace austin and chris saban i had uh, a chris saban action figure. i'm gonna i'm gonna pick chris saban <coughs> i always pick chris saban he loses so i'm gonna pick the opposite oh you're gonna go with ace austin yep all right i don't know who ace austin is he's an ml he's an mlw growing talent just like mjf i think that uh he's gonna win mlw does good things every time i they pick. got enzo right now they're not That's even on not fucking TV. That's not such a good thing. That could be why. That could be one of them guys I was talking about, with Tony Connor earlier. You know what I mean? Pushes that button for him. To, you know what I mean? His, his Scott Hall, Enzo. He signs Enzo. No, he's got Cody and, and Rhodes. Here, okay, here. Okay, and uh, Ace Austin, Chris Saban. We already. You, some of us picked Austin. Some of us picked Saban. Shit pick Chris Saban excited his action figure. Here's the here's the crazy part. This is a monthly pay per view, which normally titles never change. Uh, and the cards are decent. Six titles are on the line at this pay per view. You have the social media. They have to do that at all their pay per views to get people to watch them, though. <laughs> you only gotta pay nine 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 ninety nine a month. They're also one of them companies that only has title matches on pay per views. They don't have title Is matches Impact on regular Plus shows. Better than Peacock WWE on Peacock. Uh, as long as your internet's working properly. If not, you got a lot of streaming issues like watching on the Roku. Unless, except for last uh, Saturday night, your Roku worked really well. It updated the other day to something, and it's been running really good ever since then. So maybe that's all it needed was the old upgrade for. But uh, the title matches, yeah, you got the social media one, and then you got the inspiration against Decay for the women's knockout tag team championships. So Rosemary and Havoc against Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. They ain't their names now. Jesse McKay and uh, fuck, what the fuck is her name? <laughs> Come on, they got a song. What is it? Get it right. I don't know. That's Dick's whole thing. <laughs> that ain't his thing. You ain't never even heard it, bro. <laughs> I, I just heard that. It was really good. Uh, Cassie, Cassie Lee and uh, Cassie Lee, yeah. Cassie Lee and Jesse or Jesse McKay <laughs> against Rosemary and Havoc. I've always liked Rosemary. I like Havoc. She's a big old girl. She likes to destroy shit. <laughs> Let's get it. I don't care. She's also Sammy Callahan's old lady. I'm indifferent. Don't look at me, either of you, because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Inspiration. Rosemary. Inspiration's holding the titles. I don't give a fuck. Tag team championship match. Good Brothers. Bullet Club. Chris Bay and El Fantasmo with Hikaleo in the corner. Bullet Club's getting the W. I think the other teams had it forever. The tag team titles well, yeah, forever. You, you got to go like this. They've had them yeah, forever. Go with the El and then once the they lose, then they'll invite them back into the Bullet Club. Watch. I hope they, they got to go to Japan or first, they'll, or they'll, they'll the fucking they'll lose and they'll come to they, AEW. They got to. They got to. <laughs> I think they come. They got to go back. A three year contract. When they, they got they got to go back to Japan and get down on their knees and kiss Tomatonga's feet. I don't know what they do. I don't know where their good brothers go. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, talking shop and mania four. Or yeah, three. yeah, yeah, but I mean, as far as the because they've had those titles for a long time now, so unless they're they've gonna lost win. them a couple times, I don't remember them losing them. For they've the lost they them, them. They've lost them like twice. 
They're like three-time Impact Tag Team Championships now in like the last they year lose them that they back in the same night. Normally, oh, hmm. I don't count. They, they lost them to Finn Juice. <laughs> I'm uh, tired of rooting for the Good Brothers. They won them back from Finn Juice. They dropped them to somebody else and won them back from uh, them. Every time they're on AEW, they got them. That's all I know. We got a next division triple threat match tonight. You got Trey Miguel, Laredo Kid, and Steve Macklin. Trey Miguel's the champ. Yes, he's the rascal that got away. He's keeping it. Uh, I'm like a Laredo kid, but yeah. At least, personally, I like Laredo kid, but I can see Trey Miguel holding the title. As long as they got the tag titles on NXT, he keeps the fucking MSK title lost on. the tag titles at Halloween Havoc, man. Losing. Where the fuck were you? I wasn't paying attention. That's how You watched I was. it. Yeah, exactly. There was an episode. I was, yeah, I know. I watched it without, <laughs> I watched it with, I watched it without watching it. <clears throat> It was terrific. No, you watched it because you give shit about the breaker with two Ks yeah, falling it. off the yeah, turnbuckle. I noticed the fucking. <laughs> I, I always notice the fuck ups, my friend. Always. Negative, motherfucker. That's all I look for in that shit now. <laughs> Mick, Mickey James all and Mercedes. I've heard about how great it is. I found some not so great things when I watched it. <laughs> he got busted open the hard way, and he's still chasing after champion right now. We'll talk about that in about two minutes. Two Ks. Two Ks. Songs and not the three Ks. Right. <laughs> okay, we got uh, Mickey James and Mercedes Martinez for the knockouts. What we championship. do three Whoa, that's too many. Fouls. <laughs> Can't yeah. go back to two. Too, too many. Breaker K's. with three Ks. <laughs> that's too many. Fouls. Oh, no, too no. many Ks. Okay, two, two then. <laughs> you guys Shoot going with four? You guys going with hardcore country, <laughs> or are you going with Mercedes Martinez? I like. I like. Mickey James she's is keeping it. Her gimmick in TNA is the best gimmick she's ever done in her whole career. Hardcore she's, country. That's because that's the only company that's given her any respect. She uh, Fucking, she has an album and shit too. I don't country singer. Quit. She does. That's stop. how she got the whole gimmick. She brought out an album. Stop it. That's how it started. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Moose and Eddie Edwards for the Impact World Championship. Jericho sells out arenas as well. <laughs> I hope he's Bruce. also the he's also got a thousand and four holds. I don't know who Eddie Edwards is. Armbar. <clears throat> I'd say Moose just because I, Eddie Edwards isn't a big enough name. It's just he hasn't been around. Like he's a, a two-time two Impact World Champion. Right. He ain't a big enough name. Wasn't he part of like the Wolves or something? The American yeah. Wolves, yeah. yeah. Him and Davey Richards. Yeah. yeah. I still don't know who they are either, but I read about them a lot. <laughs> you watched Impact from the beginning there with Jeff Jarrett slap nuts. Hey, they were in it back then? Yeah. I didn't think they came until like 2008, 2009. They were they were around a long time. I remember what year this. Eddie Edwards is one of the original TNA Impact. He was in X Division and shit back then, wrestling with AJ Styles and all that. Hmm. He's been he's that's the only company he's pretty much wrestled for. I seen D'Lo Brown and AJ Styles wrestle one time in an X Division match, and it was one of the best matches I ever seen in TNA. <laughs> you know, it was also one of the best matches you ever seen. NXT 2.0 opening match: Dexter Loomis against Tony D'Angelo. No, he's a Tony D'Angelo fan now. It wasn't one of the best matches I've ever seen him. Oh, I did. Oh, it was. Tony D'Angelo cheated to win. Good old <laughs> shit heel. And then Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams came out, put Dexter Loomis's hand in a chair, and stomped hit row, on it. Hit row. <laughs> Who's hit row? Uh, that's why they got rid of Hit Row because those guys are just like Hit Row. Oh yeah, you can't but, have two you can't have two groups of gangsters. That's because when Carmelo shoots, he don't miss. <laughs> it's like he's still an MVP's gimmick. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Red Hat guy. Yeah, Diamond Mine against uh, Jacket Time. 
And Odyssey Jones. Stupid. So stupid. Jacket time. Yeah, he does this with the jacket and has his own faces on the Asian it's, guy. It's, it's Kushida and the guy that wears the jacket, and I can't even remember his name because I hate him. jacket with his faces all over, and he does this the whole time. Shoot yeah, your he, cuff. Shoot your cuff. Oh, shoot your cuff. Shoot the, your cuff. And they, He's and they, shaking no for it. You love it. The gimmicky and, and they wear, no bullshit. You love it. And they wear, they wear wrestling singlets huh. and uh, head, headgear to the rings now, too. Huh. I think his trunks have a big picture of his own face on his ass, too. <laughs> Smiling all fucking stupid like one of those big heads you see in the crowd. You see that WWE banned Dave LaGreca's head from their crowd? That's bullshit. Now I can't go to the Royal Rumble. They're taking David LaGreca heads from people at the, at the rest they, of the uh, WWE They did the same thing to Conrad Thompson. That's bullshit. Now I can't go to the Royal Rumble. Rumble I had one on. You know I had, why? One, on, I had one on fucking order. WWE, <laughs> they're rebel rousers. That's why in WWE, they're like the Empire. They ain't about them rebels. Well, yeah, because Dave LaGreca has never had a nice thing to say about WWE. He does every once in a while, but he gets on some rants because they do some ignorant shit and they need called out for it. They do. <laughs> All right, next match, you had Zion Quinn against Andre Chase. Uh, Zion Quinn won, and then Legado Del, or Legado Del Fantasma showed up, and Santos Escobar was back after like three weeks, and they destroyed Zion Quinn because nobody turns down Legado. I like that group. I don't like the woman. I know you said that. You said she ain't got like, well, not a lick of talent. Oh, she's great on the mic. Get she's the fuck on out, out of her. She's great on the mic. She just can't fucking wrestle. Because that's what WWE likes them pretty girls that don't know how to wrestle, and they trained her. Right. That's what they want. TV 14. They want a lot of them, and then the bell rings. (laughs) They're moving to TV 14. The next fucking, they're already done turn Harland into fucking. That means in a few weeks, you're going to see a Mandy Rose titty pop out. I already turned (laughs) Harland into nails, so it's over with. Uh, We haven't seen Harland in a few weeks. Fucking got a neck tattoo like Cody Rhodes. The next, you had a poker showdown. We got to watch a whole hand of uh, Texas Hold'em between... Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson. <laughs> Cameron Grimes' career is over. Cameron Grimes won the poker, but not he the won the poker. Oh, yeah, he won the poker and then got put through the table because he bluffed him. Right. <laughs> you, you went all in with five three, <laughs> and and Duke Hudson had three kings. Nixon Mandel likes southern accents. Oh, he don't. All right. Well, most people don't. And making them look like a dumb ignorant. Most hick. people don't. Southern yeah. people probably. What do. happened to? Hey, man, we're going to this old school Jeff Foxworthy joke. Be like, if your doctor walked in with a southern accent and said, "All right, we're going to figure out what's going on. We're going to saw the top of your head off. We'll go around in there at the stick and see if we can't find that doggone clot." You're going to be like, "No, nah, thanks. I'm just going to fucking die." <laughs> I would say, are you going to put me to sleep first? <laughs> no, I'm not letting you cut my head open. You got to to save you. Actually, the bad part, anytime you go to the doctor and they got that plaque on the wall that says I graduated from medical school, do you got the D minus student or do you have the A plus student? You don't fucking know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, usually the D, st- D students. Yeah, usually the, the doctor does the surgery and they like pass the you off to us. Yeah, he's, your, your doctor's the one that's like, oh, are you you're allergic to strawberries? Well, we'll feed you. I can bring you back. <laughs> usually the doctor doesn't do the surgery, though. They pass you off to the surgeon. But, you know. <laughs> He oh, does fuck funny. with you, but it's because he knows you. Yeah. I guarantee he doesn't. Yeah, treat, I know his he, wife too. He, he so doesn't it's treat okay. children like that. <laughs> well, he might though. I don't know. Right, and then you got Carol O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Maybe like, he's finally that doctor Briggs. that needs a TV show. Against Briggs you know. and Jensen. Terrible match and shits. Ha- I mean, Kyle O'Reilly's gone. Who cares what happened in that match? Yeah, Persia. Kyle per- O'Reilly's a background character now. It's sad. Well, yeah, he's gone too. Like yeah. two weeks, his contract's up. He's going to AEW. Had him dressed up at the Halloween party, hanging yeah, out in the uh, back. Oh, man. 2010's with that Survivor Series well. Next match, since Dexter Loomis got his hand crushed, Indy Hartwell's all fucking up and 
she was all up in herself. She couldn't wrestle. So her tag team partner, Persia Parada, is like, I'll take on our tag team tonight by ourselves. So it was her against two jobbers that didn't write their names down. It ain't fucking worth it. She beat both of them. Ain't worth it now, but in 20 years it might be. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa called out all the young talent of NXT. Of course, of course, double, because of course, good old Double K came out. <laughs> double K, <laughs> dude, you already lost. Spam. I said, oh dude, no, dude, you already lost. It's gonna be War Games. For what? War games. Just him versus him at War Games? Yeah, for the title. And fucking two rings change, with the cages. You can change the title out of the pay per view. And two rings with the cages. Yeah. That makes no sense. It's supposed to be. <laughs> they'll, they'll take the cage down by then. War games is people versus two people. Ring, not two fucking... rings are still up. That happens. That happens all the time. Right. Yeah, but... you just wrestle in the first one. <clears throat> That's just stupid. <laughs> Main event. Yeah. That's uh, why Vince McMahon didn't like it forever because it, it's hard to shoot. With it TV. being Vince McMahon war games, I bet you they take away one of the rings and one of the fucking oh, cages. This is like the first Vince McMahon war game. And I bet produced. you they take away the other cage and it's just a ring. So it's gonna it be. It's gonna be. It. It's gonna be a four on four. Hell in a cell games. <laughs> so, I, so no, it's I bet there's be, no cages at all. I bet it's, it's gonna just be a four, ring that says war games. It's gonna be <laughs> four on four Survivor Series match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And then the main event, you had Raquel Gonzalez against Dakota Kai. And it was a good match. It was all right. <laughs> and it was a good I didn't match. see it. I was waiting for you to comment. I don't it, know. It, it, it was, it, it was size all. differential. No, it was, it was all build. Uh, it passed the mustard. Toxic, toxic Attraction did, came out. It'll did, the turn. Did uh, What's Her Name come out on her motorcycle again? Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. No, okay. she didn't want to stop. let me down. No, uh. <laughs> Uh, it was actually that match was just a fucking waste because it was just build. Uh, toxic Toxic Attraction came out and attacked Raquel Gonzalez. So then Io Shirai came out and Corey Jade came out and helped Raquel Gonzalez. And it ended with Io Shirai standing in the ring saying a very terrible, broken Japanese English War Games. <laughs> so now they got to find a fourth tag team partner because it'll be Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai against Raquel Io. Cora and a fourth member. Hmm. So that's the Indie Mojo report for this week. It's a cliffhanger for this week. So <laughs> I mean, we've already talked about. Well, I got one more thing. Is Josh Alexander not on the Impact pay per view? Not tonight. He he wrestled Minoru Suzuki this week live on their tape show. And live on their tape show. On their tape you, know, show. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> he beat he beat Minoru Suzuki. That's funny. Uh, I, and also one more quick indie mud show. Uh, Alex Cologne won the Nick Gage Invitational six. Who's uh Who's Alex Cologne? Is that he's is he a uh, he's another fucking indie fucking he ain't related to Carly death match he wrestler. He oh, he ain't related to Carlito or M- no, Monaco and I don't think so. His name is spelled Cologne like the Cologne you spray on yourself. And they're all, it's C-O-L-O-N with the fucking C-O-L-O-N. This guy spells yeah. his name C-O-L-O-G-N-E. No. He's Cologne. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm not talking about Carlito. I'm talking about this Cologne guy in GCW. I've never heard of him. Spells his name like regular Cologne. Never heard of it. They spell it the exact same. How do you know? Because I watched Brent type it out and I know who Carlito's last oh. name is. Fuck you. <laughs> <clears throat> That's why I pose the question. Oh, it's people power. This uh, this is pay per view's top of our truth's career. Maybe it was uh John Cena, The Rock, and him in the match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Biggest match he's ever had. Yeah, 
Survivor Series 2011. Yep. Little Jimmy. Uh, he's a. That's what got him here, essentially. He's a pretty uh, central s- character in wrestling today, still. Johnny Ace? <laughs> yeah, 11 Fucking, years later. I don't know, man. I don't think he's. I don't know. I ain't 10 no, years later? No comment. Because I feel like it's WCW now, not WWE. <laughs> Did you see it? There's the a reason. Emails why. he keeps getting sent out? No. I don't want to know. <laughs> I think that uh, he's probably not the best thing for the wrestling industry, but probably not the worst. He just does what Vince tells him to, I think. All right, and since... Uh, uh, nice guns, Vince. Since, since we're on the time restraint. <laughs> I think he does what Bruce tells him to now. Since, uh, Was there something else to talk about this week? Survivor Series. Oh, WWE. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, the main shows... We're only sitting here watching a WWE show right now. Survivor <laughs> Series, by the way. Well, okay, what we're going to do, Raw and SmackDown. And what we're going to do is, they were billed for Survivor Series. If you want to call it that, it was sad build, but it was build. It was build. Just quick rundown. Sadly, uh, sadly built is what I meant to say. The the quick builds, some people got kicked off the team, so other people got replaced on Which teams. fucking totally stupid. Makes me not even interested <laughs> in the Survivor yeah. Series match. At match, not matches, match. But guess what? You're going to sit down and watch Survivor Series, my man, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Because yeah, I have to report on this fucking show. Dun, 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 dun. I can't go <laughs> no. see it that late. But uh, <laughs> literally out of both shows, the main thing that actually happens, Usos, New Day, fucking Roman Bloodline, that bullshit, destroying the fucking King of the Ring throne, all that shit. It's because we're all SmackDown with the tag team matches now. So going to Survivor <laughs> Series, running down the card. Fucking what's-her-name came out, and she says, I'm going to do something unprecedented. <laughs> and I'm going to turn this two-man beatdown into a tag team match. And then it became a triple threat tag team match on both sides. Six-man tag after it became a two-man tag. It was fucking stupid, and it was not unprecedented. Tuned into SmackDown 2004, and you'll see it every fucking Thursday. <laughs> Friday, whatever night of the week it was on then. Dude, I watch both these shows. What the fuck are you talking about? Sad horseshit. no idea what What's her name about. came out? Fucking, it runs fucking... Uh, oh, Sonny Deville. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you got the Usos or whatever. Oh, so when the Usos showed and up, she beat was up like, it's gonna be yeah. a tag team match now, and then fucking somebody else came out, and then the, was, she was like, yeah, I'm was, gonna do something <laughs> unprecedented. It was Big E and RK Bro against Seth Rollins a, and the Usos. Yeah, now, <laughs> now gonna be a six-man tag, and it was like, you're crazy. Yeah, she's like, turn around, get your asses back to the ring. It's unprecedented. No, you're Teddy Long. <laughs> And no. they're digging in the trash bin for old storylines they used to run, and it's sad, man. Sad. Right. It'd be a handicap so, match with the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, he's retired, dude. <laughs> oh. Well, we'll put he in Kane there. Unless you have the power. He just came and fucking... Yep, Pitbull's <laughs> got the power. That's what I was going to say. He just in- introduced Pitbull to the, so fucking, the, new day. the Saudi Arabian Undertaker crowd. fucking Netflix He's shit. a puppet is what he is now. You got to take the power first. On the strings of Vince McMahon's <laughs> fingers. All right, Survivor Series. Dance for me, pal. We have a 25-man dual brand battle royal. I mean, it's five five people less. We can't call it the Royal Rumble. It's Are like, they going to get a trophy like the, the pre-show? Andre the Giant Memorial? Fuck, I don't know. I bet you they put it on the pre-show. The Rock Happy Anniversary Battle Royal Survivor Series every year. Cesaro can win it. No, nah, Cesaro I'm pretty, is I'm, not going <laughs> to win Sam, shit. Sam, Sami Zayn's winning it. I don't know who's going to win because I don't know who's left on the roster. Be, be, <laughs> Do they have 25 people it's gonna, left? It's going to be Sami Zayn. Right, man. outside the hey, normal. Are the people no, from the no, normal matches no, going to wrestle? Sonya Deville was talking to Sami Zayn, and she's like, you could be on the Battle Royal. I'm making 
for Survivor Series, so it's going to be Sami Zayn. My question is, are the guys that are in regular matches doing because double duty the people on the, the not Royal Rumble? Because she's like, well, don't, we're going to we're going to dedicate this dedicate this dedicate this to the Rock. So wait, the millions and millions that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the Rock's first match in WWE was a Survivor Series style match. Yeah, twenty five years ago, which is an elimination tag team match, yes, not sir. a fucking not Royal Rumble. Well, I mean, <laughs> Andre can't got, call it the Royal Rumble. Andre's got his less. own battle they all royal. Come out at the same time, it's battle royal. They all start in ring. No, at the same it's time. A not it's Royal not Rumble. Every ninety, it's seconds. not calling it a battle royal though. It's a, yeah, it's, it's called a, yeah, a, battle it's a, it's a battle royal tribute to the twenty fifth anniversary. Of the battle Rocks royal. Battle so royal. therefore, it's a twenty five man battle royal. They all come not out at the battle, same time. Not a battle royale, just a battle royal. No, if it was the UK, it'd be a battle royale. No, on AEW, it's battle royale. Yeah, royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. Yeah. No, that's quarter pound metric cheese. system. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, I shot Marvin in the head. Why are we having a not Royal Rumble at the at the Survivor Series? Why are we not just having a traditional Survivor? Two, they got 25 guys, right? That's like how many fucking Survivor Series matches they could put on. That's Four. only five teams. You'd have to have 30 guys. They're going to run that pay-per-view till 11 o'clock anyway. You know they fucking will. Well, I'm going to be asleep by that point. <laughs> so why go can't we have an actual Survivor Series? If not, stop doing the fucking pay-per-view. It's too good of a name. Well, it's not Survivor Series. Yeah, but it's too good of a name to get <laughs> number on one, Survivor Series Number match. one, no one survives. Number two... I don't give a shit about any of the matches because everyone just switched brands five minutes ago and now we got to talk about who's down for what brand and the motherfuckers have no loyalty because they've been there for two minutes. Two <laughs> minutes, literally. Two minutes. There's no fucking point in it anymore. I'm going to say 3.5 minutes. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. And not only give that, a ten, a not ten, only that, but the teams... We, not only that, but not only the women's teams, but the men's What's teams... What's that smell? That's puss. <laughs> <laughs> What's no, high, what time is it? Seven o'clock. <laughs> not only that, but the women's teams and the men's teams are not even the same as what they've started having, and then they just changed them again. Oh yeah, right before the fucking pay per view. Oh, I know. So now I really don't give a fuck shit. All right, Shinsuke Nakamura and Damian Priest, champion versus champion. Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Okay. Shaky's not winning. Thing. Not with fucking <laughs> Scott Hall out there. Fucking RK Bro and the Usos. Not Arrow. Usos. How are you going to have not Scott Hall and not Royal Rumble? <laughs> How about you go RK Bro or the Usos? Fucking Usos. We didn't give no predict. Well, you said Sammy. Usos because they've been teasing the RKO I'm just, breakup. I'm just, giving the, I'm just giving the rundown now. I don't need it. RKO's predict. breaking up at the Survivor Series. That's why the Usos. No, are. they haven't lost the titles yet. Bullshit. There has to be a fucking RK Survivor Bro Series screwdriver. Breaking up. Yeah, they keep teasing it every week. It, for like fucking six months bre- now. You don't gotta be fucking a break, tag team. They'll break leave. it up a new day, or there's a fucking pay-per-view that they're putting on New Year's Day. Listen, when Kane, when X-Pac turned on Kane, Kane had to defend the tag titles by himself <laughs> to the Big Show and Undertaker, and he lost. I'm he should. Saying. A I'm five foot, saying. five foot tall against two seven-footers should lose. I'm just, no, 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 no. Kane had to fucking do it against the Big Show and Undertaker. X-Pac left him. Oh, okay, never mind. To go back with DX. But here's the other thing, like, so they could do that shit. But who's the two big guys in tag team that's going to beat them? Is it just going to be AJ and Omos, or is it going to uh, be Omos and Captain Aziz, to, <laughs> Commander Aziz? They're going to have to beat up Riddle by himself, and you know, so it's going to have to be like a. Speaking of that, what the fuck happened to Apollo Cruz? Apollo, he he, drop his accent again. He's not relevant. Who cares? He ain't been on the release line yet, has he? Next time. Has he been on TV? When's the last time he's on TV? Fuck, I don't remember. Next, the last time he had a I just accent. told you earlier today, I watched SmackDown last night. I can't remember what happened. Vince McMahon don't like Southern accents. All right. South African accent. <laughs> Nigerian. 
So get, it, get it right, pal. C- Central Africa. Central, Central West. Get it right, pal. I'm All right, saying, Bianca, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Zelina Vega, and Carmella versus Sasha Banks, Natalia, Tony Storm, Shotzi, and Shayna Baszler. That's our Survivor Series women's match. Care. Was no. that the release list for this week? <laughs> Could have been. I'm indifferent. I'm <laughs> indifferent because I don't see anybody that's got anything to gain from winning either side on that match. And, and to- be... Tony Storm was the one that got put on the team this week. She replaced Aaliyah. I bet everyone gets eliminated real fast in that match. One after the other. Boom, boom, boom. I'm picking Carmella as the sole survivor. Fuck that. Rhea Ripley's Tony on the Storm. team. Tony Storm wins the whole thing. All right. Men's men's Survivor Series. Seth Rollins, Kevin very, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory versus Drew McIntyre, Xavier Woods, Jeff Hardy, Happy Corbin, and Sheamus. I think SmackDown's going to win. Xavier Woods, sole survivor. On who's that SmackDown team? Uh, no. It's a Raw team, right? It's the SmackDown know. team. I think yeah. the SmackDown team's going to win this year. As far as so, the last one, I don't know. I don't care. So they're going to beat Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. Yes. Drew McIntyre's got to get to WrestleMania main event. The only way he can do that is by starting <laughs> at Survivor Series. No, he's, he's got to win the Royal Rumble. He might. He, he Stop. Clint, stop putting that bad juju on me. I'm telling you. I you better not it. put that knife in your leg. <laughs> I, force, I foreseen to. Somebody don't let that invisible fire burn, my friend. <laughs> I, I foreseen it. All right. Uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch. She's going to beat the piss out of Charlotte. Charlotte's, and Charlotte, Charlotte's, Charlotte's just going to say, Becky is what? Is uh, she, though? Uh, what if Vince keeps her there and makes her win matches to piss her off Rick until Flair. she leaves? Rick Flair's just pissed. He's not part of AEW. I'm saying Rick Flair's going to piss Vince McMahon off. He's going to take it out on Charlotte. He ain't got no gag order on Rick Flair. He can say what he wants. Fucking... I mean, they could do the ultimate dickhead shit by keeping her the champ and making her continue to go what to appearances. What if that's a Survivor Series screw job? Oh. Uh, that'd be fucking nuts the titles aren't on the down lines. And was like, fucking dick, dick, dick. <laughs> I think she'd spit in Vince McMahon's eye. I the, guarantee she The thing is, though, the oh, title. The it title, wouldn't be Vince, be Bruce. The titles aren't on the line. Vince and Terra squads. <laughs> <laughs> the titles aren't on the line? No. Oh, well, it's because cha- champion versus champion. The titles aren't on the line. Oh, well. That, well. Probably Charlotte. Huh? And then Roman Reigns and Big E. I say Big E because it's the only time that Roman Reigns could lose. And Title's not on the title. line, right? Nope, can't lose. Mm. He's he's the tribal chief. I'm just saying he won't lose his title if he loses. That's the he only match I'm excited lose. for out of the whole entire fucking Survivor Series is this match. <laughs> I'm only excited about the fucking Battle Royal. So it's a Battle Royal. It's a not Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> it's still a Battle Royal. I'm ex- I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of indifferent. I do- I'm that's I don't know. That's the thing I like when they do. He's this a WWE guy. Champion. He doesn't know nothing about battle royals. I do. It's too. all every ninety seconds for this motherfucker. That you don't know nothing about. Fuck, man, don't like battle royals or three, two, one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say that they're gonna give the win to Big E because Xavier Woods basically had him beat right a couple weeks ago. And he ain't lost in a while, and they've been talking about his non-losing record for a while, or not losing the record for a while. And like Roman's not losing until he actually loses the belt. I think that, to Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. I think that Big E is, and then Cohen's gonna, uh, and then Cohen's gonna pop. This fucker might be right. <laughs> no way, Nate, you need one of them beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. No, I mean as far as him holding the win record till WrestleMania. 
I think it's the only time that you can get him to lose he, without losing the title, and he can still go. It on depends with on how much outside. It depends on how much thing outside. Is, thing is, you guys realize this here: Drew McIntyre is going to get his run from two years ago when COVID happened because he didn't get to do it in front of the fans. Kind of, it's a not run. If but they it do is. it right, He's but they've been it. talking about fucking Loch Ness monster fucking teeth swords and shit. For too yeah, long. they ain't doing it right. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't know, man. Timing I, is everything. But I'd you like can to get see a rebuilt. And everybody loves to come back, but but you know they want SmackDown to be the bigger show, and it's also a different game in town. Biggie shorter than, than Roman Reigns his is. Last come up. Thing is, Royal Rumble. More people in, in the national scene. Thing then. is, Royal Rumble's in a fucking actual real wrestling city, so it's going to be interesting to see what people are going to do. And Big E's a lot shorter than Roman Reigns is, and Vince McMahon don't like Southern accents. Big E's got a Southern accent, and Big E humps chairs and shit. <laughs> he <laughs> loves that you ever, shit. You ever humped a chair? I think that Roman Reigns is probably going to win, even though I'd like to see Big E get. I'm going to have to give it to Big Row. Going Big E, Roman Reigns. All right. I'm not even going to make a prediction because... God damn it. That ain't fair. I sat here and had to think about it for fucking 15 minutes. You're going to go on. Oh, you're going to give no prediction. Quit I'm going to go fan. with the WWE <laughs> champion. That's better. Life ain't fair, motherfucker. Why you got to pressure him? Well, because I told and you. Now, <laughs> now we're going to knock out this top 10 list that I found that you guys don't know about. Oh. It is Bleacher Reports. Do you know about it and he's lying? Yeah. He knows. Uh, he, he knows one team because I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, figuring I was like a year old when it fucking happened. Ah, uh, his spine. It hurts right there in my neck part. See where he's holding it, just in that little spot. Hey, don't don't it's be. Right hey, don't be don't be making fun of Johnny Elite. He's he's fucking. He's been Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Bravo, Johnny Impact. Now he's gotta be Johnny Elite. He's in there, fucking Johnny Dynamite. He's in there. No, sh- Dynamite's too close to Johnny Nitro. <laughs> trying to get Dolph. <laughs> he Ziggler. was Johnny Thunder too. He's trying to get Dolph Ziggler to break character. He did the null neck cracker and he went, right. oh, just right here. All right, we'll uh, run down this list real quick. Johnny Mundo again. Shh. All right, this is the <laughs> top ten all time. Survivor Series teams, according to Bleacher Reports. Oh, this might be interesting. So number ten, this is 1987, the original Summer or Survivor Series. Come on, now get it right. I'm I'm drunk. Okay, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk. The He's on here once. Pontiac Silverdome. <laughs> yeah, the next thing Brent's gonna be telling us he, played, <laughs> he used to play for Metallica and shit. Well, that's what I'm about to tell him. He's like, "Do you listen to the new Ric Flair podcast?" I'm like, "Why?" So you can change the story next week. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, Randy Savage. Jake the Snake Roberts, Ricky Steamboat, Brutus Beefcake, and Jim Duggan. That's a good team. And that was about the time that uh, Beefcake was over. Oh, yeah. The short amount of time. And just because Dick was an asshole, he's like, who's that, Russell? Oh, my God. I got a story to tell. All right, hurry up. So We ain't got the kind of time on our hands. Apparently, Virgil is now saying that the scissors... (laughs) <laughs> that that Sid and fucking Arn Anderson got into a fight with, yeah, were Sid's. given to him by Virgil, and then or and then later the scissors, and that's how fucking somehow Greg the Hammer Valentine got his fucking uh, barber gimmick out of that that whole g- deal where they were stabbing each other with the scissors, because Virgil gave him the scissors afterwards to get rid of or some shit like that. <laughs> Virgil gave them the scissors to use in the fight, and then later afterwards gave fucking. Brutus the barber beef kept the scissors to get rid of him. That's how he came up with the fucking 
I don't think that time. They weren't even there, neither of them. That was in it WCW. Just, it just came to my mind. Right? The barber beefcake was in WWE. Neither time. of them were ever so, even at the same spot when that happened. Neither of them were there. Virgil and Bruce <laughs> Barbecue Beefcake so, weren't there. And the scissors came off a table in Arn Anderson's room. It was the first thing he grabbed <laughs> when he went down. Because Sid hit him with a table, a leg chair off the table. <laughs> yeah. He was he knocked on the door and put the thing over the peephole. So Arn opened the door and he immediately hit him with the stick and he went down and was beating him and he grabbed the scissors off the table and just started stabbing him. And then Sid took the scissors from him and started stabbing Arn back. And then Two Cold Scorpio held somebody's fucking heart close so they wouldn't die on their way, on their way to the hospital and shit. But somehow Virgil decided that he was the one who gave the scissors to Arn to stab Sid with. And then after that, they gave the scissors to Virgil to pass off to Greg the Hammer. And then so that way Greg the Hammer could get rid of him the right way. And then somehow out of that, Greg the Hammer came up with the Brutus the Barber Beefcake fucking gimmick. Clint, I don't know what it's like to live in your mind. And I didn't come up with that. (laughs) That's what Virgil said. Just to let you know, this is totally off subject, but just sitting here and listening to you ramble. (laughs) Pretty sure I'm going to name this episode. Too many pay-per-views. Not enough time. <laughs> That's what Virgil said. You can look that shit up. You want to know who those guys went against? I mean, because Dick even... made me write down everything. Oh, yeah, I do. I... We're talking about Survivor Series list, Bleacher Report. I don't know what yeah, the fuck it, Virgil has to do with nothing. Because it's old back then. I don't know. I fuck, I don't I know. Was he in the match? No. Someone said great. <laughs> the Honky Tonk Man, Hercules, Danny Davis, Ronnie Bass, and Harley Race. I remember Ronnie Bass. It's good. It's fucking easy to make the top ten Survivor Series teams going against that. That's they the king cohesive. Harley Race, by the way. Yeah, and cohesive unit. You're a cohesive unit. <laughs> Actually, when I was reading the story, it said a ragtag fucking team. Harley Race was heel as shit. Pull a gun on you. Yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> Number nine, we had Lex Luger, the Undertaker. And the Steiner Brothers in 1993. That doesn't make any sense. That's that a team. Lex Express shit. The stupidest team ever. Going against Yokozuna. Yeah, boy. Ludwig Baroga. Bar- Baraga. Ludwig Bor- er. Baroga. And the Quebecers. Dude, PCO. Yep. <laughs> yep, that, that's, that's the extent of our story. I mean, that was Lex Express days and shit. It's 1993. It's 90, it's 90, Those are some sad times in WWE. <laughs> 93 to 96 was a rough patch. Yokozuna okay. was a shit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, as far as characters go, it was like right now. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, he had Eddie Guerrero, The Big Show, RVD, and John Cena back in 2004. There you go. That's a, Is that Team Raw or something? I don't think they just had Survivor Series in 2004 still, where they just had some regular matches still, I think, back then. Going against Kurt Angle, Carlito, Luther Reigns, and Mark, is it Jin? Jindrak. 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 Tell me that eight team is SmackDown. I think they were all at SmackDown. Eddie Guerrero's a SmackDown guy. Oh. <laughs> this is his Latino heat days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. He died less than a year later. On SmackDown. Oh. Okay. All right, number seven. Got Hogan. I mean, he didn't die on SmackDown, but he was on the, the roster. There, there's your one, Hogan. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> demolition. This is number seven. Which demolition? Brian Axe Adams. And Smash. Okay. And Jake the Snake Roberts in 1989. Someone was doing coke. That was the height of a like Hulk Hogan never got better. After that team that. was doing coke. Going against <laughs> Ted DiBiase, Zeus. And the powers of pain. <laughs> they were all doing coke together. Oh, dude, that was during the fucking uh... the worst shit ever, dude. <laughs> that's a, the, that's the best. Powers of pain. Tiny. 
Number six. <laughs> like right now. The names. This Christmas. Hokey names. <laughs> Number six. You have Edge, Christian, and the Hardy Boys in 1999. Versus who? The Hollies and Too Cool. And uh, I remember that. Yeah. And match. Uh, that match is actually really good. The Hardy or. Er, Actually, the Hollies and two cool two win. cool win, yeah, yeah. I think the the Hardys and the Guarantee Award was that the Hardys and uh, the fucking uh, Edge and Christian get into a fight in the mat in the middle of the match. They get into it with each other, and then that's when Too Cool first like came on the scene again. Is it before they were Too Cool? No, that they were Too Cool, but they were not really featuring on. They were like Sunday Night Heat guys, and then that was like the first night where they first started. Getting, who else wrestled for the first time that night? Kurt Angle's first time on national TV was that night. You know who he wrestled against? Motherfucking goddamn uh, Sean Stasiak. Really? And they were blowing up Sean Stasiak. He was the son of Stan the Man Stasiak, and they were playing all these old vignettes of his dad punching people in the heart and shit. He's a chiropractor now. And then he came out and would put well, on one of the shittiest He still wants another run. Put on one of the shittiest matches ever. He still wants another run. Hey. Was it against me? He wasn't meat then. He was oh. fucking Sean Stasiak. He was, repa- he was meat and then repackaged as Sean Stasiak. Oh. And then fired. <laughs> Actually, we'll go with uh, number four and five. It was combined together because they were both Survivor Series 1998 or 1988. My bad. Say 98 was all tournament shit, pretty much. No, it was it was it was, like it was, it was 88. But they were trying to push their tag team division, as some people say is probably one of the best tag team divisions that they had in WWE at that time. So number four is the Powers of Pain, the Rockers, the British Bulldogs, the Hart Foundation, and the Young Stallions. That's but one team? No. No. They're all against each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was single elimination, so if your partner lost, you were out too. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Paul Roma in the match. But at number Pretty five, Paul Roma, but <laughs> one of the, the two of the other teams at number five, you had Andre, Rick Rude, Dino Bravo, Mr. Perfect, and Harley Race against Jim uh, Duggan. Jake the Snake Roberts, Scott Casey, Ken Pantera, or yeah, and Tito Santana. Hmm. Ooh, late in Tito Santana's career. I said Pantera, it's Pantera. Ken Pantera, yeah. My bad. <laughs> I see I no see Pantera. I see I see the rest of those letters <laughs> and I'm like, certain end in that. <laughs> no cowboys from hell. Dun 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 What's the next dun, one? Dun. Number three, you have the Ultimate Warrior, the Legion of Doom, and the Texas Tornado in 1990. Fucking A. That's a good one. That's a good one. Going up against Team Perfect of Mr. Perfect and Demolition, Axe, Smash, and Crush. Damn. That's when the one was injured and wasn't wrestling very good, so he kept (laughs) interchanging them. Right. He got eliminated first. And Demolition wasn't quite Demolition. Number, (laughs) Number two, you have Triple H. HBK. If you could go back then and be like, hey, uh, 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 fucking LOD, that's going to be you guys in like fucking eight or nine more years. We're going to call Draws your fucking underling. <sighs> okay, number two. Triple H, HBK, the Hardys, and CM Punk in 2006. That's when they welcomed fucking CM Punk as a part of DX and shit. Going and against. Suck it thing together and everything. Going against Edge. Randy Orton, Johnny Nitro, Mike Knox, and Gregory Helms. Johnny Nitro. <coughs> I remember that Survivor Series. That's and then, a ter- that's a shit terrible one. 
and then <laughs> that's real bad. Not for Triple H, HBK, the Hardys, and CM Punk. Yeah, but like right, all right. late stage in their career and CM Punk. In 2006? It was, it was PG DX, yeah, yeah, for sure. It wasn't the cool DX that we all loved. 2006 was a loved. terrible year it for It was wrestling. like 97, 98 DX CM Punk, sure. And it was CM Punk before he was like ECW champion or whatever? No, it was after that. He didn't show up on TV till he was in ECW. I mean... It was like before that, his... That was probably after was bef- I think that was after ECW closed that shit there. I think it was before, like it was before his uh, nah, ben bullshit was, with uh, Ben Wall uh, was dead before DX came shit. back. You mean with Jericho? Say Ben Wall was dead before DX came back. Are you talking about the That's fucking five? We're talking about 06. You talking about fucking uh, the the fucking cult shit he did on SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was way later. Huh. Are we ready for number one? Yeah. The Rock, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, Kane, and The Big Show. This ain't number one. Survivor Series 2001. The Invasion Survivor Series. Against Austin, Angle, RVD, Booker T, and Shane O'Mac. The Alliance. In my opinion, the LOD, Axe and Smash. (laughs) That was the number one team. Was it with the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah. That should be the number one team. Runs out of content, runs a room. He does that shit all the going. time. I know. He fucking leaves us hanging like that. <laughs> Leave us with our fucking dicks flopping in the wind. High spot of the week. Fuck that. What's uh? What's everybody's favorite Survivor Series moment? Brent, you go first. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. Got, you got a favorite Survivor Series moment at all? Uh, I mean, I like the Hulk Hogan one. 92 no 90 or 80 no not after list he fucking called out just in general all of all the survivor series you ever watched do you have a favorite yeah, it's, survivor not, I mean, it's, it's the least of the big four i mean it's not very special to me i don't really enjoy the match it's not innovative like a real rumble just the one fucking survivor series match hulk hogan was in that's, that's what the that's the last time like survivor series was, match they didn't take it serious from like 1998 to like 2000 fucking like i said 98 15. was tournament style they did like a king of the ring style right. in 98 they didn't take it serious from like then to like 2015. Why am I supposed to take it serious? No, they now? did. 99 was traditional uh, Survivor Series. 2000 was a traditional Survivor Series. And then after that, they started doing the brand split shit pretty much. Or actually, you, the Invasion one he was talking about was the last year they did traditional Survivor you, Series matches. You just asked me what my favorite Survivor Series I asked was. him, and he just said Hulk Hogan. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. Uh, not me. Is that this year? Yeah. The only one that can, this is the best. It's the only one that can come to the top of my mind right now, asshole. All the Survivor Series things you've ever seen, that's the best one? Uh-huh. You ain't seen it yet. Still the best one. <laughs> it's a bold statement. It is. It truly is. Austin Theory is <laughs> one of the features of WWE. I love Seth Rollins. I love Kevin Owens, and I love Finn Balor. Um, fuck, I don't fuck, fuck Bobby Lashley. He's just on the team because he beat up Dominic. I don't know what uh, year it was, but they had the year when they had Team Austin versus Team Randy Orton, and Randy Orton's team was SmackDown, and Austin's team was Raw, and Randy Orton was actually in the match. And the last two wrestlers that were in the match at the end of it were Shawn Michaels, who was wrestling for Steve Austin, which they had always hated each other, so they had that storyline. It's when Stone Cold was like Sheriff or Raw or whatever. He wasn't GM. It was, that was him, 04. him and Eric Bischoff were doing yeah. that shit. And then Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels were the last two dudes in the ring. And it was like another fucking 35 minutes of those two wrestling the singles <laughs> match in the ring. And it was fucking completely phenomenal, man. That's my favorite Survivor Series moment. What's your high spot of the week? My high spot of the week is uh, actually kind of two things in one. 
I do do the double high spot all the time. One is Roman Reigns seeing the old fucking swerve at the end of SmackDown there. He knew it was going to happen the whole entire time. Smarter than you are. And fucking Pat McAfee for selling that shit. God damn. That motherfucker was... Your high spot's coming from SmackDown? He was screaming his fucking lungs (coughs) off. The motherfucker probably needed a goddamn coke and a lozenger after he got done he, by the time smackdown was going off there he was like oh my god robert reigns could see it coming the whole time what do you even uh, watch smackdown on my mom's house uh-huh. yeah i watched it and then they have the highlights on peacock too you can get on there and watch you know they show them in like two minute vignettes but yeah dude those bro pat mcafee i wrong i mean monday night raw needs probably that's what a good amount of is wrong with the wrestling is the announcing team if you don't have a good announcing team, you can't hold a fucking crowd. That's because that's you, you have the announce team Corey Graves Raw. and Brian Saxton. That's what I'm saying. They don't have a JR Jim, and a King Jim, that can hold you in the palm of their hand Jim, for two Jimmy hours. Smith, Jimmy Smith keeps getting better. SmackDown has that shit with Pat McAfee, and he don't need a Jimmy Smith to help him. He was, dude, he, I don't know if you can find a way to go back and watch it yourself. Like they, but like, he's, they, like they need to find some way to put with Jimmy Smith because get rid of Corey Graves and Brian Saxton. He was wholeheartedly <laughs> sold into it, man. Had me sold on the shit. That's like why I'm Jim, so hyped about like, this match on like, Sunday. And that's like the Jimmy, only one I'm hyped about. Like Jimmy Smith doing Bellator and UFC and all that. He can fucking, he, he's good. But yeah, the, for the first but time they in a long time. They need to find him a partner. My, my high spot's a WWE one. That's weird. Yeah, and it's Roman Reigns. And SmackDown. It's your tribal chief. It was cool. Acknowledge it was me. Cool. Big E showed up, like, I tried, tried to sneak in on some shit, and then fucking was like, who's who's this? What's going on? And I was like, oh, my God, it's Big E. Like, it's not going to be somebody else. This and then a... fucking, you know, then Roman Reigns got over on the guy who snuck in, and then fucking it was like, then Pat McAfee's over there screaming, standing on top of the desk the whole time, like, <laughs> he, he does knew that it every... the whole time. Pat McAfee's always standing on mind, the announce desk. Yeah, but he sold the shit so good that it had me like, God damn, I'm ready for this match on all, Sunday. All you got to do is have Rick Boogs come out, and he's on that desk. But you don't have, like I said, Raw doesn't have that to where they got someone that can fucking hold, like they don't have nobody that can put you right here. That's because Pat McAfee is the future of WWE commentary. It's crazy. <laughs> you just get rid of Michael Cole, find him a new partner, and then find Jimmy Smith a new partner. Or once the once the brand splits over because you keep releasing 200 people a year, just put Pat McAfee and Jimmy Smith together you know, and you're all right. Michael Cole went on Barstool Radio and said, I'm just an actor. He said he's deaf now, too. He said, I'm just an actor. He said, I'm just out there reading a script every week. Here, here's, something I want under, here's something I want to understand. When you watch all those guys, why are they having a pencil in their fucking hand? Like, Vince McMahon's telling what's going on, and you don't have to act like you're writing on a piece of paper. <laughs> they're probably playing tic-tac-toe, or maybe doing mahjong, or maybe they're doing a crossword puzzle, or maybe they're writing notes to each other. Like, Sudoku. Look how, like, look I how, understand. Look, his butt just fucking came they're out of it. probably say, fuck Vince McMahon a bunch of times. Maybe, you're fucking, maybe they're drawing or pictures like of Vince. broken pencils onto a notepad. Or maybe they're drawing <laughs> pictures of Vince, like, getting beat up by people and shit. And, <laughs> You know, Bret Hart came out and said that he used to draw, he would draw, he drew like hey. car- cartoon pictures or whatever. He drew like, comic Dude, book pictures. Bret, Bret Hart's an actually good artist. Right. That's what I'm getting at. So he would draw like cartoon photos of shit and hand them out to people in the back or whatever. Sometimes for fun, he said he would have, draw pictures of other wrestlers, fucking other wrestlers, and then put it, post them, and then they'd come <laughs> in and he'd see like the Undertaker fucking Vader in the ass or some shit, you know? <laughs> and they thought that shit was funny. And it's like, I don't think you can tell them stories nowadays, Bret Hart. Like, oh, yeah, you can. He ain't, he ain't WWE. Fuck around trying to get your self-canceled he's gonna show up on the aw and what's head out cool, the owen hart trophy what's cool is is he kept a lot of that art not I'm can, not can i, can I say that right book. now bret hart will hand out the owen cup trophy wow it might be his we? wife and kids or it could be his son that does it no that we really mean, heard I, nothing I, more no, about it no shit it'd be mean a lot more if his wife brett, and children had that 
Brett handed it out than Brett. Brett was the one that presented the first AEW championship. Uh, fuck that. Okay. What's I got to do with Owen? Because Brett also loves his brother's legacy. They had to get permission from the wife and the family to be able to do that, not Brett. It would make more sense for his wife or one of his children to be out there to present the trophy than it would Brett. I don't see her wanting to come on TV to do it. Why not? It's, it was her part of her idea to do it, right? Don't nobody know who she's because she it's, is. Because she, it's, yeah, they do. They watch the shit on Vice, and she's trying to get her documentary to pop. Because it's Bret Hart. Right. But they've seen her on it, Vice. Having Bret Hart do it is an ultimate kick in the nuts to Vince. I don't know about that. I think having her do it is an ultimate kick in the nuts to Vince. Her Who's a, who, besides, her, besides Shawn Michaels her. and Austin. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's another comes, the biggest? I want her, her, and her in general. I think would be the biggest blow to Vince McMahon to walk out there and basically be like, "Fuck you, Vince. Owen's gonna be featured on this show now, not yours, because you killed my killed my husband." Okay. I do. Not. I, I get okay, it. Brett's I can, his brother. I can, but I can the agree wife, with that. But and I just think Brett, that the wife Brett and the Hart, kids to hand out the trophy would mean a lot more than Brett. Brett. But Brett's Brett, probably might be cheaper. But well, but no. But Brett's vince's biggest star of the 90s besides hbk and stone cold i get it but his wife's got the owen hart foundation brett hart's on that list kevin nash is on that list too yeah well brett they got the owen hart foundation like i said diesel was a great champion she, she's got that documentary but she's about diesel's better as fucking kevin nash but they i don't know they supposed to be working on this documentary for like oh, i'm wearing my diesel five, five i'm wearing my diesel years. power shirt to fucking <laughs> w- <laughs> to the rumble, rumble. You gotta wear like six shirts to the Rumble. Yeah, I'm just gonna, <laughs> every match was gonna take off a different one. That'd be fucking hilarious. Prince is taking shirts on and off the whole entire time. <laughs> Drunk as shit, being like Scott, drink this sweet tea. <laughs> one of these times you're I didn't on spike TV, it I with swear. vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Dick, what's your high spot of the week? <clears throat> on uh, Dynamite. When, nah, uh, fuck him, JF. <laughs> <laughs> so on Dynamite, when uh, they did the. <laughs> They showed the interview of MJF after the match on the pay-per-view. He still had, like, paint on him and shit like that. And he was uh, cutting a promo, and he was talking about how uh, now his one and only goal, like, he's proved himself that he's the best on the mic, he's the best in the ring, nobody can say shit to him, now he's about to go take a big old cowboy shit right on the AW He's going to take a fucking buckshot, Larry, and be done. One, two, three. Yeah, but then all of a sudden CM Punk came out and interrupted him. So that's the thing with MJF. He keeps <laughs> won that title, and people keep interrupting him. <laughs> He's not there yet. Cowboy he's keep up well, neither is Cowboy, but he's there. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue that. What was your, is your high spot that stupid tally, tally, little tassel jacket he was wearing to the ring? <laughs> no, my high spot of the fucking week is Luchasaurus doing the fucking shooting star press off the stage. Look like he stole his fucking big brother's cowboy boots and shit to wear to the ring. They showed a shot of his cowboy boots, and it's either his pants are too tight or his boots are too big. I couldn't figure it out. No, I'm going with Luchasaurus. <laughs> I mean, that shit Dude, was that, impressive. The shooting star press. 9.5. Still got wood. Still. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Just to let you know, I am 18. And I, I've been with older women. I found it erotic. I found it sensual. Ten. Ten. A fucking ten. No. I do love me some Charlie Tweeter. <laughs> but no, the shooting star press is my high spot of the week. You say I'm stupid and I'm about to get hit in the nuts? <laughs> what? <laughs> She broke my heart, so I broke her jaw. <laughs> I like when he steals a cop car. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I can quote that whole movie. Just keep going. All right, if you guys you are fans of Get that ball and fire that fucking pigskin. I love you that part. You can do it. Come on, Johnny. <laughs> you can do it. 
Yeah, let's let's have a contest to see who can knock a beer can off somebody's head three feet away from them. Oh, honey, did you start a cult? That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, out just, of my house, freakos! Out. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, <laughs> I just prayed to Jesus up on the cross. Is Kyle strapped to that goddamn cross again? <laughs> What's he say when he's in there buying condoms for his wife? My name is Ali Akbar Shabazz. Also, I'm Malikum. Yeah, but if you had the chance to nail Darby, like wouldn't you do it? Or Darcy. He just looks at him real fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie in a long time, and I love it a lot. I do, too. Because <laughs> in Texas, we have laws. Laws against killing. Laws against stealing. <laughs> if you're a fan of the show, subscribe. Check out our Facebook, Twitter, anywhere you can find podcasts. We're on Spotify. I'd like to thank our host, Anchor FM. This has been a actually fucking awesome show going off the rails keep going here 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 here. we're going everywhere (laughs) we will see it is we will see you guys next week bye